Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Post Game Show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post Game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. happens when I'm away. We, we, get, we get some fresh tunes. Inmates okay. Randy Asylum, baby. I like it. I'm in, man. I am in with the you new like that? Yes. Yes. Good work out of you guys. All right. Hope everybody's doing well out there. If you're not, you better look in the mirror because it is 12 o'clock on the East Coast, and that 12 is fitting because that's how many wins the Philadelphia Eagles have through right. 13 games. one Happy, happy Monday, everybody. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. D-Gun, B-Brooks, R. Ellis, back together, better than ever. Hope you're doing well out there, everybody. Uh, good to see everybody. I, yeah, I've lost my show, according to people. I, that's uh, <laughs> not my show anymore, man. I, I hear you. Amen. I hear you. Look, Fitness you- Rebel, thank you. Good to see you, Chris. I see everybody. I appreciate you guys. Ray, what up? What up, Eagles fan? Fitness Rebel Chris, Mr. Taz, Hungry John, South Jersey D, Latone, Griffin. Hi, everybody. Appreciate it. How you guys doing? Did you guys uh did you guys have a good weekend? Yeah, man. Had a great weekend. Hectic, but great. Did you? I did. Did you? I, I did. mean, you finally took a day off. Did you learn how to relax? No, hold on, no, no, hold on. Did uh, you take a full day off from everything? Uh yeah. not a full, but a, a good chunk day off i didn't take a full but it was good it was great it was great listen i had i went down uh to ocean ocean casino resort in atlantic city where uh yep. you guys are very familiar yep. and uh derek you're down, you're down there every single week barrett and i have done uh several shows from there and i, I they, they couldn't have been better uh zach and the crew our guy zach who's you guys know is the best yep. welcome back ron thank you eric and <laughs> ron uh but no, Zach and the crew are the greatest. Uh, so they took care of me, and my wife and I had a blast, man. An awesome, awesome, awesome Friday. So I, I appreciate everybody. I took my Thank wife you. down there on the th- on the Thursday night game, and uh, she kept saying, then I stayed Friday and did our show Sports Take from there. She kept saying, look, stop worrying about me. I'll be fine. So she was on the other side of the door getting a lot of her work done. And uh, then we stayed at a great uh, steak dinner there, walked around, chilled, and then came home. And i tell you what few hours just to clear your mind is, you know, not think about X's and O's and all that good stuff. It's just, it's like cleansing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was Refreshing, great. We did the same I thing. feel bad because I ain't took my wife there. 
You got to do it, man. You yeah, take we, your wife everywhere else. You take we actually mixed you know. it a little top golf. We we we. Oh, uh, I love top golf. We walked around to the shops. We had a a sick view from our room, so it was awesome, man. It was awesome. Food was great. Everything was perfect. Right on, now, spot had, on. As you now, had saying. you uh had you played top top golf before? Yes, not there though. Uh, okay. And we had, it was a lot of fun, man. It was, and you could do not only can you do top golf, you could do like virtual, like uh, you could be a pitcher. Yep. You can play soccer. You can play football, throwing passes with your accuracy. So I, I did a little bit of everything, man. It was Yo, good. What's, what's up with Eric Winters? Rob, B, B Brooks and D Gun acted a fool while you were gone. What? What you talking about, man? Is this, is this what happened? What, no, like, we, turn, we, we just turned the show out, Rob. We, that's just, it. we just turned it out. That's, that's right. what we did. You're like, we got rid of him, man. Let's go. And you guys had fun. So I'm glad. I'm glad you had fun. But you know what else had fun yesterday? The Eagles and everybody watching the Eagles who was an Eagles fan. Um, I'm running out of superlatives, guys. This is now we're to the point of this is just utter dominance uh, every single week, week in and week out. They are just taking it to the like the final was 48-22. If you watch that, that's totally misleading. It was nowhere near that close. That was no, destruction. I no. mean, they, from, really from the jump for the, the you had two lengthy drives and then the uh, the one play after the drop punt or whatever that was. Uh, and in the blink of an eye, that game was over, man. They just hammered a division foe in North Jersey. You know, um, on our pregame show at Ocean Casino, we were debating where the Eagles are going to come out passing or, or running the ball. And I'd asked John McMullen that also. And for me, I, th- I just felt they were going to come out passing. They had no Adoree Jackson, no Xavier McKinney in the back end of that defense. And as porous as they were against the run, I just felt the Eagles were going to say, you know what? We just come out and smoke this team right away. They go down the field, 14 plays, 84 yards, chew up eight minutes. And on that drive, I'm looking at my charts. They hit seven different receivers on the opening drive. It was like it was like playing slant, sandlot football. Mm-hmm. It really was, watching them go down the field. And it was over. After the opening drive, it was it was over. It was yep. game, you know. Plain and simple. It was. Right. And they, he hit nine on the day. But, yeah, there were eight. in the By the, by the end of the first quarter, there were eight different receivers who had caught footballs. It's unbelievable. Eight. I, I didn't believe it at any point that we weren't going to win the game, number one, just, you know, going into this game. A lot of people were kind of worried, oh, you know, this team is pretty – they're not good. Yeah. They caught lightning in a bottle. They played well because nobody knew how to defend uh, a Saquon Barkley-led offense that, you know, the quarterback was just a, a just a guy. Once we saw the the blueprint game plan, I knew they were going to crush them, man, because they just didn't have enough. They didn't have enough of anything. They're not a good team. So we're supposed to beat teams. Like, you're supposed to beat the teams you're supposed to beat. And that was a team we better have beat and beat bad like we did. Look, I'm sorry, but they're secondary. They're secondary. They only have one guy, Moreau, the only (laughs) guy there that played, have any time, that that had any type of uh, – Started, started really starting experience from a secondary standpoint. You know, Fabian Moreau's the, the only guy that you that's that you know has some time that he can play. No, they're not good. Uh, they didn't have Leonard Williams on the defensive side of the ball, so you could run the ball on them all day. They were already bad against the run. Yep. Okay, Ojalary played pretty good, but he's just a pass rusher. And you once you found out that you can run the ball because the, the two t- um, defensive ends were too small, it was a wrap. We just did what we wanted to do. All right, we feel like pass, we're going to pass. All right, we feel like running, we're going to run. I mean, they didn't have to really sweat it out there. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, Barrett, it's it's every phase, too. Like, 
for a couple for a while we were really worried about the special teams and and I I know they had the, the <clears throat> block but other than that the special teams has gotten much better. We we're worried about the pass rush. The pass rush has been dominating. You know, over the course of the last like three weeks, they have the best pass rush in football. We we're worried about the passing game and pass protection. I don't think we're worried about that stuff anymore. You know, they Ooh. just keep on getting better in areas. That's the thing. You know, we keep worrying about complacency, like it's going to go the other way. Not only are they not complacent, they get better and better and better at everything. They're fine-tuning everything as the weeks go on here. Like, yep. they had that little tiny lull period with the loss to Washington, the Colts game, and the Texans game. But since then, man, they've just vaulted right back up, and they're just – they're rolling people right Bro, now. Bro, I, I – I look at I, I'm looking at this and and what the hell is wrong with ESPN? What are they doing? What what are they thinking about? They're saying the metrics of 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 of, of you know some type of um, algorithm is saying that Dallas is a better team than the Eagles. Are you kidding me? Yeah, there's I no mean- match. They're defensively, offensively, and even on specialty, we're a better team. Than Dallas, yeah, there, there is no, you know what there is, Barrett. They can call it whatever they want. They could say it's computer generated and statistical and algorithms and all that. It, it's a, it's a desperate plea for people to discuss their rankings. I don't know. It, it, it's a hot take, you know, couched as a statistical, uh, you know, denomination. That, that's all it is. It's bogus. It's BS. If you're still trotting that that sorry ass nonsense out after this past week, then it's that you have zero. You have no credibility to begin with for, with me, but you have even less now. That's I think all. I think I think all of this is conversation fodder. That's all. They, that's all it is. And they're getting what um, they want. They get exactly what they want, which is a reaction from the general public, especially in this region. Uh, so they, all they care about is when they sit back, look at the numbers for this discussion. Look at what we generated here. I don't think it's anything more than that because they have enough football minds up there uh, to sit there and know what is and what isn't. Well, Dallas knows. Oh, yeah. But but to control the narrative of what they want to do, which is to generate numbers, interests, you know, clicks, whatever it may be, <clears throat> um, that's exactly what they got because we're sitting here talking about this 11 minutes into our show. I'm trying plain, to think of a plain example. Who has the game on? Who has the game on uh, Christmas Eve? Who has our game? I would imagine it's Fox, since it's both two NFC teams. I may be wrong, but no, it's a Saturday night. It might it's be a Saturday night game. So different, maybe. I think NBA, I think last night on the broadcast, Tariko said that they were in Arizona for Christmas. So yeah, I don't that's what think I thought. NBC. Uh, uh what week is that? Is that week seven? Week sixteen. It would be so considered we, week six, no, six, 15, 15, because it's the. No, we just 16, completed week 25 game. It would be 16. It's on NFL Network? So it's on. It's, according oh, it's a Fox to this, game. It's Fox. I see. I got yeah, it now. Yeah. It's Fox. That's what I thought, since they're both NFC teams. It's 425, um, man. Yep. Yep. That's the prime time. For what? For a holiday. Absolutely. Well, for, for holiday eat, Christmas Eve. Yeah. Yeah. For holiday football. It's the prime time for holiday football. Mm-hmm. Um, I would. I was thinking. I mean, that they're, they're just trying to generate number. They 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 know that it's a heated rivalry, and it wouldn't be much conversation to just talking about an Eagles team as dominant as they are. They understand that there's nothing that they can really <clears throat> say uh, from an Eagles standpoint to get the whole entire uh, United States interested in it. Yeah. So I mean, what do you do? You put two two fan bases who are top markets 
against each other and you use the lesser of the one to try to, you know, generate clickbait. Well, uh-huh. I, I think the other thing is they know it's Dallas and however you feel about Dallas. And I think we all feel the same way about Dallas. Uh, they're, they're a polarizing team, which means people are going to react no matter what. And they know that if it was the diff- a team other than Dallas, I don't think they even have been first ahead of the Eagles, but it's Dallas. So that cranks up non you know, cowboy haters and cowboy lovers get cranked right. up about that. Well, it is by far the best matchup of the day, because when you look at some of the other matchups, you have Chiefs, Seahawks, decent matchup. You have Giants, Vikings, okay. Bengals, Patriots, okay. Uh, Then you have the uh, Commanders, 49ers, okay. So that is the marquee matchup of the day, no question about it. Oh, hands down, hands down it is. But, I mean, what I I really – you guys know, I say this every single week – uh, what we're seeing is remarkable. We may never see it again with this Eagles team. <clears throat> I mean, I, I would just tell people just, just, just enjoy every second of it. I can't emphasize that enough because I we haven't seen this in so four, and we never saw it before that. Well, let me where this team this. got up to a twelve to one start. Well, let me ask you this: You've been a lifetime Eagles fan. You know, I've been a fan since '95. Yeah. D Gun '97. Yeah. Is this the best team you've seen? constructed, put together. I mean, not talking about the end result. I'm talking about just right now. Yeah, I would say yes, because here's the thing. In, in, in I'll work back to two of them. I'll do 17 and 04. In 17, we all had that reset when Wentz got hurt. And we all thought, oh, you know, the, the season could be over here. And it, and it just sort of level set everything. And it was a little bit different. And they had they had a loss before the, the game before Wentz got hurt. You remember they lost their second game to Seattle. Seattle, yep, to Seattle. And then you go back to 04, when T.O. gets hurt, it, it's kind of a game changer too, right? And that sort of changed the way we looked at things. I'd have to say so far through, if I'm just looking at this through the prism of 13 games, it's the best I've seen an Eagles team start. Compl- it was a great compl- de- not it was just great. record, everything else. Yeah, that's a great debate because it was presented uh, to me as well yesterday. And I said it was two falls. Number one, just like you said, Rob, as of right now, yes. But to get a final determination when I compare it to 04 and 17, I cannot make a final determination until the season is concluded to see where they are or see how far they've gone. 04, they got to the Super Bowl, lost 17, they got to the Super Bowl and won. So to do a, a thoroughly fair evaluation, I think I, you're going to have to wait and see how deep they go. You know, and, and there's no question right now, they are the odds on favor to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. Uh, but on paper, as we sit here today, when you look at the the abundance of moves compared to 04 and 17, they made a splash with the T.O. They made some splashes at 17, bringing in, you know, uh, Alshon, Jay Ajayi, LeGarrette Blunt, uh, Tim Jernigan. Tim Jernigan. They made some splashes then. But the volume of splashes they made going back to Kazir White, to Redick. Uh, and it kept going, Bradbury, and it kept going, Sue and, and Linville Joseph. Um, it just kept going. It, it just keeps going and going. And can't wait to see what they do with the punter situation now. Um, wow. Um, yeah. There's no question. No question. It's it's rare that you see it, that you see it this complete. There's usually some some gl- something they, they that you feel like, oh, boy, this is going to be a problem. And special teams look like it was going to be that for a while. But they've improved those special teams. The return game's way better now. Um, yeah, and, and who knows what Sippo said, what the, what the effect is, if he's how long he's mm-hmm. out, we don't know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I think what you're seeing with this team is they're, they're a, they're as driven a team 
Think about it. There's not even another team in the league that has two losses. Not even one. I mean, every, every other team's got at least three losses. Mm-hmm. And Dallas, for example, yesterday, I mean, they survived. They didn't win that game. They survived that game. If they were playing anybody else, it would have been a loss. Kansas City's lost a couple of games here. They didn't play all that well yesterday. Buffalo's lost three games. The Eagles every single week are dialed in. That's a spe- that's a special uh, mentality that they have. That's a special intangible that they have that, that emanates from the coach and from the quarterback and the vets that this team is locked in every single week. Like if there's ever going to be a, a, a letdown, it could be this week against the Bears because you have the Cowboys on the forefront, you know, right right in front of them. And the Bears are coming off a bye week and, you know, but I don't believe it with this team. Like I do not, if for some reason the Eagles were to lose that game to the Bears, it won't be be because they're looking ahead. I don't believe that. I simply don't believe it. The Bears have a decent running game. Justin Jefferson, uh, uh, Justin Fields is not beating this team. You know, they, they basically gutted their defense, got rid of all their key players on defense, sold them for future draft picks. They have a decent running game, but that's it. The receiving, receiving core is average. Justin Fields has gotten better as a passer, but still, he's getting more headlines for running the football. I mean, what is he? What is he in rushing now? Is he approaching a thousand yards? Yeah, yeah, he's going to get over a thousand. You know, so outside, no, it's it's a very one-dimensional team, and I don't think in any way, shape, or form, even if the Eagles have an off day, they should be able to control that team. You don't overlook an opponent, but should be able to control. Yeah, we just held Saquon Barkley. Uh, We held him to twenty-eight yards on nine carries. We held, held Derrick Henry to uh, 30 yards rushing. In fact, mm-hmm. uh, Tannehill had 34 outrushed out the, the, the NFL's best running back in the past, what, five, six years? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm looking at it. Jonathan Taylor, too. Don't, don't oh, leave Jonathan, him out. We held for eight to 84 yards. He was mm-hmm. averaging like 100, 105 yards a game. Mm-hmm. We know how to stop the run now. We have the horses to stop the <clears> run. The only thing stopping this Eagles team is this Eagles team. We cut down on mistakes and we stay healthy. The sky's the limit on where this team can go. There's no team that's built more effectively in accomplishing what they want to accomplish than the Eagles. They can do whatever they want to. And the biggest thing that separates this team from anything else is the offensive line and defensive line. They have now established themselves as the number one units in the NFL. Everybody's talking about Dallas and their their ability to rush the passer. Yes, they can rush the passer, but they cannot stop the run. The Eagles can rush the passer and stop the run. You look at um, even even the 49ers. The Eagles have a better defensive line than even the 49ers. Now, we know the linebackers are are a lot different. But, yeah, I mean, you got got Bosa. He's the only one they have on that line that, you know, I would, you know, allocate some resources to. To make sure we got a chip or a double team somewhere or wherever he is, we gotta know where he is. But other than that, this defensive line is 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 all right. Pick your poison. Uh, BG had three sacks. Nobody can block Hassan Reddick, who's 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 now become the spark plug to give everybody else. They're eating off his the fruits of his labor. They're eating off Hassan Reddick, generating pressure from his side. I mean, Sweat is playing at a, at, a, at a great level. He started the sack fest out. Mm-hmm. With the first sack of the game. I'm trying to think of a team that has a better offensive defensive line. I can't think of any. Well, you said offensive and defensive lines, but I'll take it a step further. This team is the best team in the league in terms of absorbing injury. Yeah. Injuries not because of depth. In terms of depth, there's not another team in a league that has as much depth on both sides of the football as this team, whether it's the trenches, 
You look at the versatility they now have in the trenches. Um, you got Nicobe Dean who's hungry, who's playing better whenever he gets in now. So if you if you lost the linebacker, if you lost Kazir White, I feel much better about putting Nicobe Dean in there. Oh, no They've, they've lost C.J. Gardner-Johnson. They've been without Avante Maddox. They've been able to overcome those deficiencies. Um, how, about, and, how about Ellis with two S's? Ellis, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> El, so should we call him Ellis? I, I'm changing my name if we keep playing like this. I'm adding an S. We can call him Ellis. We're not taking an S. We're not taking an S from him. We're adding one to me. That's what we're doing. He said Ellis is this. Yeah, man. I love Ellis is this. Hey, man. Yeah, ever hey. since he got called up, man, the special teams hey. coverage is a completely hey, different story. Hey, ah-da-da, man. Ah-da-da. He's, 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 he's jumping out of the screen, man. And that yeah. just goes to show how this team is working, man. You know, I I, I was – you know, I, was, I did um I did WIP this morning. Yeah, you and did a great job. You did a great job. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. But when you listen to Jalen Hurts – it's all cause and effect to him. Cause and effect. The cause that he has, he's going to go out there and work his ass off. The effect is the results he's getting. If you don't work, that cause will affect you not to win like that. He understands the cause and effect. So if he gets everybody else on the same page with that same way of thinking, like Hassan Reddick is now on that way of thinking, all right, if I go out there and work my butt off, the fact is everybody else is going to eat and I'm going to eventually eat also. Cause and effect. If you push a guy by using another guy, a la Fletcher Cox getting pushed by Sue, uh, getting pushed by Joseph, getting put, Milton Williams, all these guys are trying to buy for more time. There's no way the Fletcher Cox should have had 70, um, seven um, plays in that Washington game. That's utterly ridiculous. Now you're giving them 30 uh, rushes a game, 30 plays a game. It's making them more hungry. He's going in there and he's 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 chomping at the bit because he's not even lathered up. He's not even he's not taking a lot of reps. So now he can conserve energy and give it to him every single play that he's out there. And that's what they're doing. They're taking turns of being great, cause and effect. Because I'm taking less great um, reps, that means I can give full an optimal ability every time I'm on the field. And that's what's working, man. Cause and effect is, is great. And, and Jalen has them thinking like that. Because I work so daggone hard throughout the week, the game's going to be easier. Yeah. And that's what it is. It, 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 that's the thing, too. Like, you're just taking the heart from these teams right away. You you are sh- – I mean, the Giants, it was over after that second drive. I know they got one in the beginning of the third or whatever it was. It made it look somewhat close at that point. But they just pulled away. I mean, the Eagles have a plus 146 point differential. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, and, and remember last week, oh, we all oh, penalties, two penalties for nine yards. Like they, when they see things, this coaching staff and the players, they make corrections during the week. This is not, it's not lip service that, yeah, we got to get better at that, blah, blah, blah. They mean it and they get better at it. You know, they got to rush the passer better. They rush the passer better. Got to be better in the passing game. They're better in the passing game. We got to stop the run better. They stop the run. Or they go out and they get guys like Sue and Lynn Bell Joseph to, to Barrett's point mm-hmm. about now how you're in a rotation and you get better. I mean, that's how you get better. Uh, it, it's it's remarkable. And, and even yesterday, like there is a little bit of good fortune on their side. It looks like the Blankenship <clears throat> and Lane Johnson injuries are not that serious. Knock on wood, you know, and you need that kind of luck. Dallas just lost another starting offensive lineman. Yeah, they did. You know, for, for the season, torn ACL, he's done. Steel's done. 
So that's a big deal. Um, you Eagle know, you, Samuels. Right. Yeah. And you got to get fortunate in, to some degree. And they have been, man. And it's, it's all, everything's there. Everything's clicking right now. And I don't, I don't feel like they're peaking at the wrong time or whatever. You know, some people float those kind of theories out there. I just don't see it. Like the whole peak at the wrong time is, is sort of like you're riding this fake wave. Yes, that's exactly you, what you're saying. You know, like you mentioned now, earlier, yes, Barrett, like the Giants, the way they started the season. Yep. This is not a fake wave, man. You know, this is, a, this is a real team that is doing things every week that shows you that, like, do you remember we, during the week we were talking about as the week went on, we found out the weather was going to be bad. There were, there were people who would say, ah, oh, it's got to favor the Giants with the running game, right? I'm like, really? <laughs> the, the Eagles running game is better than the Giants running game. So, right. How is that favoring the Giants? The Eagles are better at it than the Giants are. So there's any condition you want to do. Like if you're getting later in the year and it's crappy weather, fine. The Eagles can handle that. They can run the ball if they need right. to. It, if you're playing in Arizona in the Super Bowl and you want to crank it up through the air, you can crank it up through the air. There's no issue that you have to, to skirt or be afraid of if you're the Eagles. Oh, you look at up. I mean, it, you look at the running game, man. There were some people that were disappointed in the fact that they didn't run Miles Sanders enough, that he should have had more yards. I, I don't think so. I think they understand that they're running him, not necessarily on a pitch count, but a need to run bases. You know what I'm saying? They only need him when they need him. Yeah. And he, because of that, he's playing and he's healthy. Saquon Barkley is used up. Yeah. Like yeah the they, they, they have, they've rung him out like a, like a rag. Right, you know, what I'm saying? There's, there's no drops anymore to get right out. Now, of right now, he's the lemon that you squeezed on that thing that to get the lemon, uh, all the lemon juice out. They yeah. squeezed all the juice yeah. out of him. Now it's just the rind and stuff and the pulp right there. That's yeah. the, that's that's all that he is right now mm-hmm. because they giving him too much. Yeah. Well, that should go to show you he only had what nine carries, nine touches, and they they kept showing ISO shots of him on the sideline, yeah, rotating his neck and his shoulder and stuff, and he had that uh, neck stinger, I guess. Mm-hmm. So you know, you know, between Breida and the other kid Brightwell, they were the bulk of the load for that team yeah. out of necessity, you know. Yeah, yeah. But they they've overused they've overused Saquon because of the deficiencies at tight end, at wide receiver. You know they have they're virtually nothing. You know when okay. your leading receiver this deep into a season has less than six hundred yards, what does that tell you about what the offense is or is not? You right, know? exactly. Another thing, let me give you this stat. I, I got this this morning from being on the show. They had a hundred fifty. They had hundred fifty six yards before contact. Miles Sanders had hundred fifty uh, six. I mean, uh, the running game had hundred fifty six yards before contact. Hmm. Now hmm. we're talking about that's sick. A wink Martindale defense. Mm-hmm. And they're going to have at least eight, eight guys in the box, and they're blitzing. That means you've got to get past the initial blitz. And they were still not getting them until they were in the second and third zones of the defense. That's incredible. 156 I, I, yards before contact? Wow. Are you kidding me? That's incredible, man. That is. It's incredible. That, it's incredible. To a blitzing team. Jeez, to any team, but let alone that one. Yeah. And, bro, Hurst did not get touched on his touchdown. No, it was was like that Colts touchdown. The game winner against the Colts, it was like the parting of the Red Sea again. Unbelievable block. These guys are nasty, man. It was was nothing but a draw play, but Sam Otto blocked the three technique, and Kelsey pulled around and and kicked out the the, uh, linebacker, and – 
he could have stopped and walked into the end zone. That's how open it was. They, they spread you out when they want to. They can put everybody in there yeah. and still run it the way they want to. This is this – is, I've never seen a defensive line and offensive line impact the mm-hmm. way these guys impact mm-hmm. since the days when I was playing. Yeah, it is. They, they just take it to teams <clears throat> and, and they manhandle them. All right, when we come back, we're going to dive into the offense. The game yesterday – generally what they're doing. I mean, they have the potential. They already have a thousand yard receiver, a thousand yard runner. They're likely going to get Devontae Smith too. Uh, if Goddard had stayed healthy, he might've been over a thousand. So th- yep. this team could have had four guys go over a thousand yards and had four guys in double digit sacks on the other side of the ball. Wow. I, I mean, I don't, we may never talk about these kind of things again. It may never happen again. So this is unique. We'll get into the offense. When we come back and then we'll do some defense. We'll update you on injuries as well. Just tell you where everything is. We're going to dive into what was week 14 of the NFL and some of the big happenings around the league, including the uh, the 49ers and what they're doing with Brock Purdy. We'll get into that. Uh, mix in some Joel Embiid at 53 points as well. We will discuss that also. So a lot to dive into. Don't go anywhere. Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis. All right, I'm going to talk to you right now about Jim Murray and Principal Financial Group because knowing who to trust with your finances can be a challenge. Let's face it. I found the right person, and I want you to find that right person as well. And it's Jim Murray of Principal Financial Group. And I can tell you from, from my personal experience that, you know, I was trying to find the right person for a long time. And it was it was a struggle, okay? It really was uh, for me. And I found that person. And for you, it could be retirement planning, could be 401k review if you're not really thrilled with the right direction that's going. Uh, any, of the, any of the above, really. And I have entrusted my IRA, my 401k rollovers to Jim. I couldn't be any happier. You will be as well. Give him a call. 610-996-4751. 610-996-4751. You could email him as well. Murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y dot Jim at principal.com. That's Murray dot Jim at principal.com. Post game show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. greatest fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondley hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles 
Number one, Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not lease, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39.95 or new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs $189 per month. Zero down can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, Big Finish Sales Event. Did you know taxes could be your biggest expense during retirement? Are most of your assets in tax-deferred accounts like IRAs and 401ks? Taxes are historically low today, but we're facing significant headwinds in the future. Do you have a plan? The Thrive Financial Team has more than 100 years of experience helping people across the Delaware Valley with forward-looking tax planning. Learn how to shift your money from forever tax to no or low tax accounts. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean. Like when I would hear the old song, I was like a like a trained dog. I I, I was like alert and up and you it's know, time whatever. to go. It's time to go. It's go time. <laughs> but I like it. I Rob, like it. I want yes. you to take a moment. Yes. Lay your hand on your computer and let right. the vibes flow through. <laughs> if you're already in a good mood, it'll put you in even a better mood before like the day it. is over. I like Plain it. Plain and there. simple. Plain and simple. A quiet storm, man. Yeah. Oh yes. Oh I yeah. Like it. Um, all right, so a lot to dive into from the offensive side of the ball of this uh, of this win and where this team is. So the Eagles are now first in scoring in the NFL now. They're up to 29.7 points per game. Uh, they're second in rushing as well. Um, so yesterday, Jalen Hurts, and we're, we're almost starting to kind of take this for granted, but 21 of 31, 217 yards, two touchdowns, no picks, 102.9 passer rating. 77 uh, uh, rushing yards, a touchdown as well. Average of 11 yards per carry. Just in the first half alone, 16 of 21, 171, two touchdowns, 118 passer rating. And I mentioned nine nine different receivers caught passes. He is now the first quarterback to have 10-plus rushing touchdowns two consecutive seasons in the history of the league. Um, I, I, I'm trying to rack my brain and think of a guy who's taken this kind of leap in one season from what he was last year to what he, and not that he was terrible last year, but he's gone from really good runner potential with the arm, but not sold to an MVP candidate. And by the way, Mahomes three more picks yesterday for what it's worth. I I would say when you ask that question, the only player that comes to mind right now, the forefront front would be Josh Allen from one year to the next. I would, I would say Josh Allen, but outside of that, can't think of anybody. I think I think Patrick Mahomes, when he really ascended to what he's become, I think it was a gradual progression over a span of three seasons. But in terms of just lights on, li- lights off, lights on from one year to the next, it would be, be Josh Allen. Yeah. But outside that's, of that. That's, a, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. 
Uh, I can bear. Can you think of any? I can't. I was trying to say Mac, but not to this, not to this degree. Yeah. Maybe Mac Brady. <clears throat> Brady. Uh... I mean, he took a team to the Super Bowl his rookie year, didn't he? Well, that team was already set. That was already set. Yeah, but I mean, it was a rookie quarterback who walked in off the street because Drew Bledsoe got hurt and kept that machine rolling. That dude, no, that did. was a complete team. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I, but I, I guess we almost saw it right away from him. Um, boy, it's a tough call. You know, yeah. it's a tough call. Yeah. He, but he is just so efficient. You know, like he. If you blitz him, he's got the ability to get out of the pocket and kill you with his legs. Uh, if there's anything there in the air, he's going to kill you that way. He's great on the RPOs, knowing when to give, when to when to keep, uh, you know, when to pull it back and throw it. He's just got full command right now, and he's got a great deal of confidence. I mean, you're seeing a guy who, who works his tail off, has a great attitude, and this is the end result. And he's ta- and he's surrounded by talented players, and this is the end result of it. Week in and week out. Where he's just going out there and lighting it up. I mean, the offense in general is, guys, is unbelievable. I mean, he's they've now outscored their last three opponents, one twenty-three to fifty-five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's thirty-five that's plus ridic- three straight games. First time in twenty years. Like I, I swear, I, I think sometimes, like it's getting to the point where we're just kind of like, oh yeah, nice. Like no, this doesn't happen usually. Are, are we this come is- so numb to? To their success, to Jalen Hurts' ability to play the quarterback at this level, that we can't really sit back. I mean, sometimes you got to enjoy the ride, understand the ride, take advantage of what you're seeing happen in front of our very eyes. Yeah, I, I mean, like my NFL career flew by, and it wasn't until like year eleven of my twelve years that I sit back and say, you know what? I should start getting autographs of people. Like we played, we played the 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 um the Raiders. I'm like, man, I I, I should go over there and get uh Jerry Rice's autograph. Right. I mean, little things, you know, Brian Erlacher's autograph, uh Ray Lewis's autograph, Ed Reed, the amount of players, because I missed out on players like Mr. White getting his autograph. Um, you know, playing against um Leslie O'Neill, Derek Thomas, you know, the late and great Derek Thomas. Charles Haley, Leon Lett, Chris Dolman, Ken Harvey. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I mean, Michael Strait. The list goes on and on. The players that I personally played against that I didn't really take advantage of those opportunities. Now, yeah, at that time, I was battling my ass off. So it really wasn't those things I could say during that time period. I could go by and say, all right, I thought I could just get through whooping somebody's ass and I got to turn around and, and ask for their autograph or something. You know what I'm saying? Well, that was, that happened yesterday. Like the, the two interceptions that Brady threw, the, the, the Bucks players asked him for an audit for him, mm-hmm. him to sign the balls. Like that's weird. Because <laughs> Brady didn't say, you, you know what you can do with those balls, man? No, thanks. Right, right. Some of this, that's what you can get. Some of this. <laughs> but let me give you this real quick here for Hertz. He's got the most wins in the NFL. He's got the highest mm-hmm. passer rating of 108.4 in the NFL. He's got the best TD to interception ratio, which is now up to 22 to three. He's got the most rushing touchdowns at 10. You know, at this point, I don't know what else he has to do. Like short of Mahomes has the reputation and and he's established and he's won a Super Bowl. I, I get it. I get the resume with Mahomes. But if you're just going with this year, head to head, 
This guy's the MVP. Mm. It just is. Bro, last year, the same game, he threw three interceptions. He has three interceptions this entire season. 13 games. That's that's crazy, ridiculously. Um, when you think about how this kid has went out there and played, it's not like he's just running the ball. It's not like this isn't a, a Chicago Bear type of offense. This is legit. All right, we can pass the ball. We want to pass the ball from the pocket type of offense. Yeah. But it's pick your poison. Mm-hmm. Shane Stocking has it the weather. He has a time to say, all right, whatever your strength is, I'm going to go in the opposite direction. I'm going to beat you. But he's going to the strengths to say, all right, I'm going to show you don't belong to say, fill me. I'm going to go out there and go against your, 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 your strength. I'm going to pass it, which is your strength. And then I'm going to turn back and run a ball. What's your weakness? Yeah. That's incredible. Two guys went over the thousand yard mark uh, yesterday, AJ and uh, Miles Sanders, Uh, you know, and Miles Sanders first time in his career. So that's pretty cool for him. And as a free agent, that's pretty cool for him. But you realize guys, he averaged eight and a half yards per carry yesterday, Mm -hmm. eight and a half yards per carry. That that speaks to the not touched for, you know, whatever that number you threw out there, which was sick earlier. 156. Yep. 156. Yeah. Two more touchdowns for him. Um, you know, I, I get it. Like, and and I've been very much on the Niner thing, and I still think they're really good, and their defense is really legit, and the Cowboy thing, and all that. But you know, I, I look. Th- this team is not going to be completely stopped. They're just not. They're too good. You know, going back to what you were talking about, Jalen, for a moment, I agree hands down that he should be the front runner for the MVP honor. There's no question about it. But I keep going back to the stats from last year, okay? And I understand Tom Brady is the most highly decorated quarterback in the history of pro football. But last year, Brady leads the league attempts, 719, number one. Passing yards, 53-16, number one. Uh, Average yards per game passing, 312.7, number one. 43 touchdown passes, number one. He had 12 interceptions and a 102.1 rating. Aaron Rodgers finished 12th in passing yards. He had 531 attempts, almost 200 less than Brady, okay? He had 41-15 passing yards, 1,200 yards less than Brady. 37 touchdown passes, six less than Brady. Only four INTs, a 111.9 QB rating. Aaron Rodgers wins the MVP. How is that possible, okay? I look at what the two so-called two leading candidates are right now, Mahomes and Hurts. Mahomes is 511 passing attempts, 123 more than Hurts right now. Completion percentage, Mahomes 68.8, Hurts 68%. I'm sorry, Mahomes 65.8, Hurts 68%. Mahomes passing yards, 41.60, Hurts 31.57. Touchdown passes, 33-22. to Interceptions, Mahomes 11. Hurts three uh, ratings. Mahomes 103-4, You have to include the also rushing yards and the rushing touchdowns with which Hurts by far leads over Mahomes. As simple as it sounds, it's not that simple based on the MVP voting history, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah I- you know, Mahomes had two plays yesterday that people are still talking about. He yeah. rolls out, throws a bullet underhand touchdown. He does a complete spin around in the pocket, throws a dart over the middle touchdown. 
all this wow factor stuff is good for conversation, good for highlights, but it's got to be more than that. If people disrespect Hurts this season, this should not be an MVP voting. And I know one of our distinguished <laughs> colleagues is on that voting panel. And it should not even be a voting. It, it really shouldn't because it's a popularity contest in a lot of cases. Well, I, I here's what worries me, right? What worries me is a lot of the things you just laid out. I'm concerned that the lack of attempts, because the Chiefs throw it all the time, yes, hurt hurts. Because the Eagles are getting up in games, which is a great thing from a team perspective, but it hurts him because right. they're not throwing and he's not playing in the fourth quarters. So there's not an, you know, I, I think that they, uh, unfortunately, there's still a theory out there from some that if you run, it, it somehow shouldn't count as much, you know, as a quarterback. Like I think his, his lack of passing numbers in terms of accumulation stats, like passing yards and passing touchdowns may be held against them when they're not looking at the rushing yards and rushing touchdowns. And I think all those things could factor in. If they do, shame on every single person who's voting because you're not really paying attention to what's happening with your eyeballs. It's the eye test. You're absolutely right. Yeah. I mean, Rob, it's the eye test. What do you see? Look at both quarterbacks. What do you see? Yes, you see Mahomes making great plays, but you see Hurts making great turf plays. I mean, you you can't you can't deny what this kid has done, what he's put together over the past thirteen games. No, he hasn't lost a game for us. Mm, no, the dimes he's been dropping, as far as pass, his accuracy. I mean, there's two touchdowns yesterday. Should have been touchdowns, but they weren't. But the passes that he threw, they just dropped in guys' hands, and, and you know, I mean. And Smitty just drug his feet. Right. Just drag your feet, bro. Yeah, you got you got at least another one there. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. I mean, that's yeah. how good he's putting these passes. Well, how about the one he throws down the sideline to Miles Sanders? We yeah. never got a really good replay, and I got to check the all-22 on that one. But, like, I, that looked like a ball that maybe could have been caught, too. And yep. it was a great throw. Absolutely. So he had a couple of those yesterday. I, yeah, no, I like, think he stayed I, in bounds, man. And Barrett, everything you say is true, but it, it, history shows it's not that simple. It's like, what are you people looking at? What do, what well, are you people looking at? I think at? people with agendas will look at, for example, uh, and no, I'm not taking anything away from Justin Herbert. I I, I actually really like Justin Herbert, right? Uh, but and he's been he's had a short deck to deal with the whole year with injuries. But they'll just say, look at the look at the passing yards. Like I've seen people put these little yeah. lists out. And yeah. it's not just about the passing yards. No, no, you either have an agenda if you're just looking at passing yards, or you're lazy and you don't really do your homework. It's one or the other. If you have I've an seen agenda, a lot of should, people. If you have an agenda, down. you shouldn't be on the voting committee. You're Plain right. Plain and simple. Plain exactly. and simple. Yep. If you can't be, if you can't be unbiased in your approach to this, then you should, you should, you should step aside and let somebody who can come in and be just overly objective have your voting right. Yeah, is I mean, that, just just unbiased about what? I mean, I don't understand what. What you're biased towards be. a guy who doesn't who, who right. isn't solely dependent on his arm exactly with his legs yes. as well. Like yes. for example, Hertz is tenth in, in. I'm just going by passing yards, okay? Yes, he's tenth in the league. So ahead of and now, if you look at the attempts, okay? So Jalen Hurts has 388 attempts. 
you go at like the, the guys ahead of him, Trevor Lawrence is ahead of him. He's got 458. Jared yeah. Goff is ahead of him, 444. Yeah. Uh, Kirk Cousins, 490. Geno Smith, 428. Uh, Josh Allen, 470. Brady's got 579. Yes. Herbert's got 561. Yes. Like you're passing that many times. You should have a lot more yards. Exactly. He has. Exactly. But he doesn't need to with the way this offense is. No. Is, like Tampa stinks. Can we just say it? Tampa stinks and they have no running game. Therefore, yeah. a 45 year old is attempting 54 passes yesterday. Absolutely. But some people will look at that and say, look at all the yards Brady has. Exactly. They, they, that's my point. What the hell you're exactly. at, that's what you're saying. That's exactly. the eyeball test. And, and when you look at the direction the NFL is going, if you're going to have that type of attitude, then you're a dinosaur because the, the league is going in a different direction than the Joe Montana S type of quarterback. Yeah, and it's also people who crapped all over Hertz last year and don't yes. want to give Hertz any love this right, year. Right, right, right. Like, like that's that's what I mean by agenda. Absolutely. And I, I don't even mean I don't mean being the black quarterback because if you look at uh, I'm not Leftwich, saying race. I'm, I'm not saying I know race. I'm saying this though. Brian Leftwich, Charlie Batch, both of those guys are like Bambi. They couldn't run anywhere. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. They were right. drop back quarterbacks. Right. Yeah. The drop back quarterback has no room in this league right now because of defenders have gotten a lot faster yep they're a lot bigger they're they're better athletes than they had before yeah you know what i'm saying so you you can't have that type of athlete sitting back there at like a statue and really win games yeah and I mean, even, if you look at it and again I, this is like we could there's white guys that are mobile there are black guys who, who are stationary quarterbacks over the i'm not this is not a race thing where i'm going right with, but, right but even now like uh like a guy like Burrow, you wouldn't say, oh, this guy's a runner. But you watch the way that dude can get out of a jam and still make a throw, right? And there, it, it, there's just you – you're right. I'm, I'm agreeing with your point, Barrett. Like you have to have pocket mobility now because pass rushes are so ferocious now. Yep. It, it's crazy. You know, pocket mobility, they, functional mobility, whatever you yeah. want to call it, you got to have it. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I mean, you know, Patrick Mahomes is, is – is, 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 a guy that's kind of the same way. He's not really a drop back quarterback, but he's not a running quarterback. What the no. hell is he? He's the new quarterback of of the you know ages. Allen, the new type of quarterbacks can be athletes. They have to be athletes to combat the speed that you have from defenders. Now you can't just sit back there like and and and, and think you could pass from the from the pocket like that. Brady can do it because he's the goat. Yeah. And he gets but the ball after can't two seconds. He's seen Pat- everything. Yeah, yeah. It's just, he's a, Brady's just different. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes uses his agility to buy more time to deliver, more so than run. He'll take off and run occasionally, but he uses his Houdini-like abilities to buy yeah. more time to throw. Yeah. You know, whereas other QBs, like Josh Allen, he will run that football. Jalen Hurts, he will run that football. There's a difference. The last time a quarterback who got accolades for running the football was when Lamar Jackson won it when he ran for a thousand yards at one season. Right. You know, for for whatever reason, when it should be included in the equation, a quarterback who has the ability to throw for X amount of yards as well as run for over a thousand yards, it's it's a it's a novelty instead of a given in well, a lot I, of cases. You know what it is too, Derek. Usually, someone who runs to that ha- has that that kind of a accomplishments on the ground like Jalen has is usually limited with their arm. They do it because they have to, because they can't function any other way. Right. That's limited or has an offensive line that can't protect. Oh, right. Or that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But that's, we know that's not the case, man. Like he's, he, 
I don't think – let me put it this way. He's at 686 right now in terms of rushing yards. I don't think right. he's getting over 1,000 yards. I don't care if he gets over 1,000. Right, right. But He won't get 4,000 yards passing. Or I was, yeah, it's exactly, right. <laughs> you're right. reading my mind, man. That's right. what I was going to say, but who cares? Like, exactly. You know, they have the best balance of any team in football offensively. Absolutely. And you he know? protects the football. Yeah. And that's, he has a high completion percentage. Right yeah, that's yeah, a big thing. High completion percentage. And yet – I like what I said, you know, it's a slam dunk. If I was voting, it's unanimous who I'm voting for as the MVP. Yeah. But Barrett mentioned the word dinosaur. Unfortunately, there are still a lot of dinosaurs on that voting committee. Yeah. And that 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 weighs heavily because you have more. It's like ownership in the National Football League. You have more dinosaurs than you do new new thinking ownership. You know, there's there's not many Mark Cuban minds in the NFL right. in terms of ownership. Yeah, I agree. You look at the owner, the, the age and, and how long they've been in the game. There's more Jerry Jones type owners in the NFL than there are Mark Cuban type minds in the NFL. Yeah. The only new age owner I can think of is the owner for Jacksonville in a lot of ways, if you think about it. Outside of that? You know, Jeffrey Lurie, even though he's not a young man, I well, think it's a very okay. forward thing. Okay. Not, out of 30, okay, but, okay, let's say out of 32 teams. Less than five percent. No, I hear. I get your point. One hundred percent. Forty Niners owner also. She's she's kind of the new. Yeah, but I, I just even even if you if you extract it from the Hertz debate, which I look, I think he absolutely should be the MVP. But we'll see. Um, I was going to say uh, that two uh, two and zero oh, said Hertz. I mean, uh, Mahomes doesn't have an offensive line. What he got the best one of the who's, best centers in the league. One who of the said best that? tackles. Uh, Dak. Uh, two, I, I two, wouldn't even I wouldn't even you know. acknowledge that. I mean, if they, obviously he doesn't watch Eagles football, then we're not even acknowledge. Hurts doesn't have an offensive line when it's been stated from the no no no. His, he said no. He said no. He said that Mahomes doesn't. Oh my. Oh okay. My bad. Mahomes has yeah. a really good offensive line. Yeah, yeah. Now they've been nicked up, but he has a really good offensive line. My bad, yeah. Dak. I thought you said Eagles. I thought you no, said no. Eagles. But I mean, okay. I just uh, you know, again. Props to Steichen. Props to Sirianni because the game plans are good every week. They're not afraid. You know they'll attack and they'll 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 go at whatever your weakness is. But they can also exploit you any way they they really want to exploit. And and by the way, they've done this for now what three four weeks without Dallas Goddard too. That's the big thing right there. It's getting close. It was nice early. Calcaterra gets a couple catches. Stole got one later. You know you're starting to see those guys. I think just just get a little bit more of a chemistry maybe with Jalen and and get some touches, which is good. I think it's smart to try to get them going early too. I think it's out of did. necessity. I think it's out yeah. of necessity because teams teams are allocating a lot of resources out there to those two receivers. You know they're kind of trying to bracket them or have somebody over the top of them, try to high low them. So you gotta you gotta take advantage of the middle of that field, man. Take advantage of the hash marks. That's why you saw and you saw a lot of checkdowns. You know um, with 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 um, with you know the running backs and, and mm-hmm. slant plays to tight ends because you got to take advantage of the middle of the field. Defenders can't cover those guys, right? You talk about props to Steichen and Sirianni. How about props to Jeff Stoutland? Yes. You know, as much as those two, props to Jeff Stoutland for what he's able to do with these guys week in and week out, and he and, and that's been his mo since he's been here to coach up not just starting five but versatile. Offensive lineman, a collection of versatile guys you can plug and play anywhere. You know, Jeff Stoutland, I'm surprised. Stop, I'm su- man. Man, Stout, man. Stout is that dude. Stop, man. What are you talking about? Stop. We, we need to make him the president. Who, Stoutland? I love him, yes. Oh, 
not just the, the president, not just the professor of Stoutland University. No, not just the professor, not just the dean. We need yeah. to make him president. President of, 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 of president of the world. Yeah. And, and you know, it was also nice yesterday when uh, Johnson went down, Driscoll came in exactly. and had a sweet block on the Sanders touchdown exactly. run. Oh, exactly. yeah, he did. So, you know, he had a tough time the last time he was plugged in there. So maybe maybe that's a good sign for him. Maybe they're starting to get there a little bit um, with that. He's but, my president's my presidential pick. <laughs> so much there. I mean, so much there from an offensive perspective and what they've been able to do so far, man, and, and certainly led by the quarterback, that's for sure. Um, all right, we'll come back. We're going to do the defense because the defense uh, is performing at, at essentially the same level the offense is uh, at this point, uh, and the pass rush is ferocious, ferocious right now. So we'll dive into that also uh, when it comes to the Eagles uh, a little later. We will get into week 14 in the NFL, some of the big stories coming out of there. Uh, we'll update you on the injuries for the Eagles, too. I mean, there were some some pretty serious ones, but we'll we'll see. It's looking like maybe it's not quite as severe, and we'll give the special teams a little bit of love. We will do that also when we come back. Don't go anywhere. We're Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, Barrett, Derek, Rob. All right, let's talk about pro-action restoration. Yes, pro-action restoration. If you have a home, you have a business, all right, you experience the pain inconvenience of water, fire, smoke, mold damage. They're the people that you get in contact with. Pro Action Restoration is on call 24 hours, seven days a week. i gone through it. It happened to me on a Saturday. You know, stuff happens on weekends or off hours. You're not really sure. Well, guess what? They're around 24-7. So I called them on a Saturday. They got right over to my parents' house. They straightened everything out. They got it cleaned up. They were professional. The price was reasonable. It was, uh, it was a, a relief, to say the least. They are licensed, bonded, fully insured. They've been serving the tri-state area for more than two decades. ProAction will work in conjunction with your insurance company. So it could be any of these, water, fire, smoke damage, mold remediation, or something else if you're not sure, just give them a call for a consultation. 610-623-3760. 610-623-3760. Or online at ProActionRestoration.com. That's ProActionRestoration.com. Post game show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game now streaming on the Six ABC Family of Apps. fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondley hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles 
Number one Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not lease, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39.95 or new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs $189 per month. Zero down can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown Big Finish Sales Event. Did you know taxes could be your biggest expense during retirement? Are most of your assets in tax-deferred accounts like IRAs and 401ks? Taxes are historically low today, but we're facing significant headwinds in the future. Do you have a plan? The Thrive Financial Team has more than 100 years of experience helping people across the Delaware Valley with forward-looking tax planning. Learn how to shift your money from forever tax to no or low tax accounts. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean. Love the new tune. So this is sticky then, right? We're good? This is what we rolled to the new year with? Da-da-da. You muted, muted D-Gun? Uh, shout out to my guy, Elvin Shabazzian, who finally came through. I put the guilt trip on him, and he finally came through last week. He sent me like four or five different ones, and I said, no, 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 no. And he goes, I got one more for you I'm working on right now. I said, that's it. You got it. Send it. Send it. You know it when you know it, right? Yep. Oh man, yeah, man. You know, that's pretty good. That is pretty good. All right. So we are uh we're off and running with it yet another win here. Amazing, uh, when you think about it. Hey, by the way, did you see guys see that um we'll get into this probably a little bit more in the NFL segment, but uh Jalen Rager guaranteed a win yeah. for the Vikings <laughs> over the Lions. He did if, that before the season. He did it against the Eagles. If I'm Justin Jefferson, right? I, I'm I'm going on, I'm saying, Jalen, you know, do me a favor. You know, let the guys who actually play play. We don't need you making predictions. You know, with, with returning one or two points he, he, per game, he plays. He just doesn't do anything while he's playing. That dude is brutal, brutal. Your, your first round bust. Just wait your turn. Be, be quiet. quiet. Wait your be turn, happy you're, you're still collecting a check. Um, anyway, all right. So uh, back to the Eagles' defense here, guys. So seven sacks yesterday, thirty-two in the last five seven games. Thirty-two in the last seven games. 49 on the season. They're now they are uh, in first place there with sacks. They only had 29 all of last year. They're 20 ahead of last year's pace through 13 games. I think there's two attributable to a couple different things. One, you get Hassan Reddick, and he's already in double digit sacks. Brandon Graham comes back. Josh Sweat is back. Um, the line has become, and I think there's another thing that's really helped too. Joseph and Sue have allowed this to become a real rotation in the middle and kept these guys fresh. It's a really – it's a nice combination of reasons why this team has been ferocious at getting after the quarterback. Hassan Reddick, uh, the first first player since 1982 to have double-digit sacks for three consecutive teams in, in six, you know, six uh, consecutive years. That's unbelievable. Yeah. You know? and, and there's still four games to go, so no telling how many he'll finish with. But um, 
you're right. When you take a Brandon Graham who's 34 and he's only playing playing 39% of the snaps, look how much fresher he looks when he comes into a game. No D lineman has to play more than 63% of the snaps for this defense. You know, look at how much, how much fresher they are when it comes to the fourth quarter and when an offensive line is tired and you got the same fives going same five guys going tackle to tackle. And I saw something yesterday. I'm sitting there, wait a minute, where'd all these Jonathan Gannon blisses come from? Mm-hmm. What the heck? What the heck? <laughs> I mean, they're stunting, they're looping. I'm like, what? What in the world's going on here? Yeah, you know. So maybe, you know, maybe, maybe it's turning the corner for Jonathan. I don't oh, know. maybe, maybe. Oh, don't even try. It. I know where you're going. Now nah, I know where you're going. You're don't try starting it. to see the light with don't the gand wagon. Don't even try. Yee-haw! I'm oh, glad you, oh. to see it's not just about style oh. for you anymore. You're oh. seeing the results, and it's about the substance. Oh, so you're telling me that the gand wagon that you are the president of is back out of the barn? Is oh, it it's the, been out. It was out last no, week. No, no, no. You, oh, no, yes, it you was. Didn't, you didn't tell me that last. You oh, told me two weeks out. ago. No, no, no. It was, it was just out. two weeks ago when you said. Yeah, I got to put the gang wagon in the barn for a No, we got it tuned up. It, it was. Oh, it you was got tuned out. up. Yes, it got oh, tuned up. Oh, okay, yes. tuned up. All right, and it is. It's driving smooth, man. It, it, okay. it is. All it right. is smooth sailing down the highway right now on the gang wagon. It's nice, but you're there's still time. I'm, look, Derek, I am not a hater. You can come on in. Come I'm on, not a hater. Room. Barrett and I have room I, for you, man. Uh, you never we heard get me snacks. Say, yeah, you never you heard all me kinds say, of stuff going you on. You cannot. You cannot associate the word hater to my name. I said, wait and see. I'm not hater. Nope. Nope, I gave this team props. Let's go back, find the clip. Last week, as I've done every week, I said it. Barrett was on the show. I said, you cannot argue with the results. They're number one or number two or number three across the board in every key statistical category. Yep. It is. I said, I just said, it's not, it's not my preference when they do certain things in the defense. That's all I said. Results, I didn't say I was a hater. All right. I, I gave him the props for what the results. What do you results. think, Barrett? I don't know, man. He's starting to come around a little. You and Barrick and twisted all he's, day. He won't go all in though. You go he's he's not allowed. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm Good. I took his Good. leadership. It's gone. Good. Oh Thank wow. You. Okay. Good. Even, even Seth said. Even Seth said, "Bro, I. You know, I. I don't like his style." Because <laughs> actually, before we start the show, he asked, uh, "Hey man, um, how what are you, how you gonna feel again? And you know, gets another job. Um, you know, next year he's with another team." He, he still said good. I'm like, what do you mean good? Oh, I mean, I'm gonna say good, yeah. But I mean, I, I I just don't care for his style. You know, the results are there, the record is there. I'm glad you said that. But it's it's still you know it's he, amazing. He still, like I still see it's an acquired in the chat. taste. I can't I hey, can't stomach. Hey, hey Bear, I'm glad you said that because before right before we went on our post game show yesterday, I looked up and I said, okay, are you gonna be negative about the Eagles defense now? Be gone. I give up. I ain't going to say nothing. I said, okay, I'm going to hold you to your word. And he was pretty positive yesterday. He didn't bring up negativity. I said, okay, you can't say anything else about what they did, what they've done, what they've done, did in the last several weeks. He goes, D gun. You know, what am I going to say? I said, well, you know, you'll find something. So I yeah. keep egging him on. I take pride in egging him on any chance I get. Well, I mean, I, I just think like it, it really, I'm just, if you look at all phases, they get after the quarterback, they're stuffing the run now. Uh, Absolutely. They're excellent against the pass. They take the ball away. They get sacks. They're number one in takeaways. They're first in QB rating allowed. They're, fir- they're first against the, the pass in general. They're seventh overall in scoring. You know, 18th against the run, but that's coming. That's dropping really quickly the way it's mm-hmm. gone lately. Mm-hmm. 24 takeaways, 15 interceptions, nine fumbles. That's first. Um, potentially four guys in double-digit sacks. 
This is like dream stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it really is. Absolutely. I agree 100%. I, am, I agree. Ride, man. You, you I, that's what I'm saying. It just, yes. That's all I'm saying. Take it all in. Take it all in. Because yes. what we're seeing right now, man. You might not see again. You, you might not. You're not. I, mean, you're not you, I don't think you can see it again, honestly. It's the perfect storm. And I understand that defensive coordinators and offensive coordinators get paid millions of dollars to stop um, gimmicks. But this is not a gimmick. This is not something that they're manufacturing. This is just a consistent guy having consistent targets to make consistent plays. And that's defensively and offensively, especially offensively. Hertz has mastered the offense. He's getting to a point now where he's dropping dimes. <laughs> he's accurate. I mean, everything, every question that we we had in the in the in the spring and in the summer, he's erased. Remember, he didn't have a touch. He couldn't yeah. he, he couldn't have a touch. He couldn't throw the touch throws. He couldn't throw deep balls. Um <laughs> I remember I remember I can remember Hurt. I mean, um Wentz couldn't throw a check down. Yeah. Remember how hard he was? Oh uh, yeah, for him? whatever reason he just couldn't. Yeah, he. I mean, there's, there's no. I don't see, I don't see, I don't see a niche in his game. I don't see a kink in his armor. What you laughing at, D Gun? Uh, Kevin Savard, D Gun. You had Seth wound up like a grandfather clock yesterday. Oh, you guys, <laughs> you guys missed that. We went what at happened? it yesterday. Well, Seth, as you know, Barrett loves to make comparisons from the time that he played to watching this current collection of Eagles linebackers and linebacking play in the National Football League. So he comes out and says, I don't make, he, no, he comes out and says, why do we, why do we like to sit here in the media and make comparisons? I said, Mike Mizzanelli looked at me and kind of smirked and I looked at Mike Mizzanelli. I said, I can't let this go. I said, I said, since we kicked off the season, that's what you've done. No, it's not. Yes, you have. You've compared linebacking play from your era to this era. No, I didn't. No, I don't. I'm talking about technique. It's a comparison still from your era to this era. I said, all you've talked about is how when you played the game, this is how you were taught to read defenses. This is what you look for. As you sit and analyze a game, when we sit up in the green room, you're analyzing play about how linebackers don't do this. They don't do that. They're not taught this, that, and the other. That is a comparison. We went at it. It was all our debate segment. We went at it for a full five minutes. Devin Caney's over here. Mike Missinelli's over here, and they're both like this. Mm. And let me and Seth go. I said, I'm not letting you off the hook that easy. No, I, I'm no, no, not because it's it, it is it's a comparison. And we in the media in general, we compare teams, individuals all the time. Well, the back word, in my and back by in the my way, day, it, yes. it's fun to do. Yes, okay? Barrett right. does it all the time about when he played. Yeah, compare these lines. It's natural. It's yeah. it's what it is. It's what we do. Man, he was wound up like Kevin Savarsi said. You had him wound up. I would not let him off the hook, you man. You do know your Woody Woodpecker routine. I like it. Dude, I'm smirking like a Cheshire cat, and I'm enjoying every minute of it. Yeah. Well, I, I think the other thing you do is you, you as great as it's going, you also try to project, like, all right, <laughs> it, it, whoever they may end up playing, like, can they stop those teams? And, you know, I, I've seen Dallas. I've seen um, San Fran. I, I'm taking nothing away from those teams. They're They're really good teams, but – like I don't go into this saying, "Oh my God, how are the Eagles going to stop these offenses?" No, I, I don't. No. Sorry, no. I, I just don't view. I don't view no. those teams in that way. That that light that they're going to be that dominant or whatever. They're just I can't not. Wait till the playoffs get here. I um, can't wait till the playoffs get here either. I can't wait. All till the these teams, either. you know, like 
I, I think that the conversation is is to stop with the Eagles being um the Eagles not being the number one team in the NFC. And I think it's graduated to the Eagles are the number one team in the NFL. Yes. Even with um the Chiefs, Buffalo, Buffalo Cincinnati. Buffalo. Yeah, I think you're right. We're the best team. And the clickbait that ESPN is doing, it's ridiculous. I mean, how many categories are we top five in? And they're saying, and how many categories are the Cowboys top five in? And those are numbers. Those aren't, those aren't, those aren't just. Yeah, that's not opinion. That's opinionated. Those are numbers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, men lie. Numbers don't lie. (laughs) So how is it? Yeah, but ESPN got what they wanted, though. They yeah. got us talking about it. Not We're just reacting. us. I mean, yep. people on the outside of their bubble looking in. They've got us talking about it, debating it, discussing and it. And it. It, has a, it has a lot to do with what ESPN thinks of our fan base also because they know how passionate we are. They know how passionate we are versus other teams. And they're truly trying to play the Dallas game, the Dallas game up. You know, trying to generate revenue for 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 just an all time great classic four twenty five New Year's Eve game. It's gonna be like being in a bowl game. That's what it's gonna be like, bro. It's like the season. This will be the season wrapped up into into one game on the twenty fourth. Yeah, now it's gonna be fun. I mean, this thing is gonna be the hype around this game, especially considering where it falls. You know, the day that it falls on is gonna be wild. You know, and, and I look, it, it, it's going to be a game where they are playing on their third of back to back to back. It is at Dallas. Dallas has the revenge factor. They have their quarterback playing. There's there's a lot of things that's set up in the Cowboys' favor. However, if the Eagles continue to be playing at this level in, in which they're playing, I'm I'm sorry, man. They're they're going to be a really tough team, no matter who it is, no matter what the circumstances surrounding this thing. Uh, to beat. I'm, I'm trying to look. I'm trying to see if there's a line out for that game. Uh, I'm not seeing one. Let me see. If can, all right, hold on. Let me see if there's a Cowboys line, Eagles line. All right, so. No. All right, I'll see if I can find one while we're, while we're having this discussion, but I don't see all, anything right now. All you people out there who are last-minute Christmas shoppers on Christmas Eve, get your shopping done early Get in your houses by 425 Eastern time. Pull up a chair, sit a spell, and get your popcorn ready because it's going to be a show. Yeah, it's all, you, all you need is a little bit of eggnog and some rum. And sit back eggnog. and watch the Christmas festivities. What, what, um, he can't festivities? even say it and he's sober. Look, he can't Festivities? Yeah. Yes. Festi- I can't say it. So why don't, you say I didn't? No, look. I can't say it. Don't have any eggnog on Christmas Eve because you got pre- and post-game shows to do. You don't need to be more fired up than you normally are. Don't have any eggnog. If you do, just drink the eggnog without the rum, please. Well, the interesting thing is it, there's only three games Christmas Day. That's Sunday. You know, That's going to be great also. Yeah, I mean, the large majority of the games are on Saturday. Uh, yeah, I wish we had the Monday. I, mean, I wish they had, we had the 1 o'clock game, man. I know, on, man. Christmas Eve? Christmas. Christmas Eve. Oh, Christmas yeah, Eve. I know, man. That would have been stupendous. Yeah, there's a good amount of one o'clocks. Uh, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's twelve. Eight one o'clocks. Oh, eight one. Oh, I thought you meant. There's games. a four o five Commanders, 49ers, and the Eagles at four twenty five, and then the night game is the Raiders and the Steelers. 
That's mm. the that's how Chris, uh, Christmas Eve shakes out. That Saturday, mm, mm, mm. yeah, yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be wild. But you know, again, we, we kind of joke here, but props to Gannon, props to Howie Roseman. Howie Roseman went out in the offseason. They knew they needed a pass rusher. They signed Hassan Reddick. They knew they needed linebacker help. They got Kaiser White. They knew that they needed corner help. They went out and got James Bradbury. They needed a safety. They got C.J. Gardner Johnson. In season, you had Jordan Davis go down. They get Sue and Linval Joseph. Yeah, and tried with Quinn. It hasn't worked out so far. But like this, this is a very uh, proactive approach that they take to problem solving, not just hope it goes away or anything like you see from other teams. This is the best problem problem solving that Howie Roseman has had in his tenure. Period. Yeah. Barnett, and that includes 2017. Yeah, I, that's the thing. He, he he almost hit, you know, a thousand in in 2017 with his moves. Yes, and yes. this is this may be more impressive. This this run that he's on this year. No, this, 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 happens, this, this is, is this definitely is impressive. impressive. How about Bradbury? I mean, just look at Bradbury yesterday. Goes back to 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 his old team. Plays great. You know, like I swear to you, man. Like these guys haven't just been good or like sort of contributors. They've been massive contributors. Every single one of them. And then the way they play for each other, man. Yeah. You know, just like they were saying, you know, um, Slay is like, you know, this game means a lot to me because my it means a lot to my brother. It means a lot to me because, you know, they let my guy go and, you know, unceremoniously just 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 cut him because of money. I'm pissed off for him, so I'm going to play my heart out for him. That's what you want, man. That's what, like like you, like you, you needed a day off, man. We knew you needed a day off. We wanted to make sure. That we didn't slack at all. We 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 held you up. Man. I heard you guys crushed it. I heard we made it happen for you, man. Because I like that's Thank what you. brothers do, man. That's Thank what brothers you. do. Thank you, great teammates. I appreciate that. No, that's true though. I mean, yeah, you're right. Like uh, Barry, you pointed it out today uh, uh, when you were on the uh, morning show on WIP. The quote from from uh, Trayvon Diggs, where he's oh, worried yeah. about getting credit for an interception. Like, dude, what is your priority here? Like, dude. you barely survived the Texans, and you're worried about. You and another one of your teammates came down with the interception, and you're the one who wants credit for it. Meanwhile, <clears throat> Slay is saying we want to win this game for Bradbury, man. That's why we're going back, you know, taking right. care of business against New York. Right. You know, and then every week's been like the revenge game, AJ Brown, and you know, blah blah blah. But like, it's that's what their mindset is. They're thinking about their teammates, thinking about the bigger picture, not thinking about themselves. That's rare too. This is a, a unique group of guys. They, they put together here. Well, winning also winning in the volume in which they're doing it enhances that camaraderie as it well. It does. You know, I mean, let's face it. You know, when you win, it's Camelot. Everybody's happy. Yeah. It's like the three musketeers, all for one and one for all. You know, and that's the way it should be. There's no distractions. Everybody's focused. Everybody's on the same mission, and rightfully so. And they play like it. You know, it's not about me. It's about we. You know, they're not worried about it. these guys who are who are coming up on money. They ain't worried about money right now. A lot of them, this is the closest they possibly could get to getting a ring. Hassan Reddick, Kazir White, you know, players like that. Hey, look, I got a chance to get a ring, and the money will take care of itself. See? D-Gun. Uh, that couldn't have been more obvious than Ndamukong Sue mm-hmm. and Linville Joseph signing with the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Sue didn't have to come back, and he wouldn't have come back. Yeah. Why he's coming mm-hmm. back, he's ring chasing. Yeah, he doesn't Lendell need the money. Joseph doesn't need the money. He's been yeah. paid. He came back because he's ring chasing. Yeah. That's well, exactly why they're here now. Well, Sue got one with Tampa. So he's still ring chasing. I mean, he's still ring chasing. You want yeah. two. Yeah. He said he, he wants, wants one for each kid. Right. Yeah. So that makes it even yeah. better. 
Yeah. Makes it even better. It's true, man. I mean, that's every player. Think about how many players that play this game that never, and, and I'm talking about not just the players who play the league average 3.5 years, but to put 10, 12 years into this game, never get close to touching a ring other than to look at somebody else's. Right. But to earn one of their own, the percentage is vastly greater than those who actually get to play for a ring. Mm-hmm. You know, these guys, I mean, they want their money, but they want that hardware also to sit back and look at someday, you know, and that's, and that's understandable. Yeah. And when you win at the vault, I mean, this team's only lost one game, you know, not, I dare somebody mention money in that locker room and people start looking at you sideways. Hold up, man. We got a bigger picture here. Your numbers will take care of themselves later. Well, look we at this. Yeah. Look at this, D-Gun. This is the difference between the locker room down in Texas, in Dallas, Texas, and the locker room up here at the Novacare Center in Philadelphia. Yeah. This is what Trayvon Diggs, he didn't necessarily say it. They don't have to him saying it, but he tweeted this out. Credit me with the INT, please. I had it first, LOL, mm. or we can split it 50-50. Are you kidding me? You just barely won that game. You should be happy that you won the game and didn't have a loss. And he's worried about a Hail Mary throw-up catch that yeah. he, he he tried to wrestle it from the other player. Right, Who right. does that? Yeah, right, right, I, I, I don't know. Right. Yeah, I, Where is your, your mindset, man? And, and that's, like I, that's like Hassan Reddick saying, oh, 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 um, I beat my tackle and I drove it to, to Fletcher Cox. Fletch, I need to have that sack because – I'm the one that got loose, and 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 he came straight to you. They don't care. Yeah, they just want the win. Yeah, that's all they care about. Yeah, no, that's it. And you like you see this kind of stuff all over the league, where there's you know guys who are are looking out for themselves, not looking out for the team, and that's not the case with the Eagles. But but all the more reason, guys, on both sides of the ball, you need to take advantage of it this year because the quarterback will get paid in the off season. He he is going to get paid. I don't know. It's just going to limit, you know, what what you can do to an extent. I think Howie is a magician, so they're they're not going to be hit as hard as some people may think. However, you know, this is you got it. It gets there for the taking right now. You don't have the luxury of doing some of the things you did this offseason. You're not going to have that luxury now or ne- next year, I should say. Well, that just comes from guys going out there and do the due diligence to win now. Make this a destination point. For, for free agents. Yeah. Bring people in because they want to play with Jalen Hurts. Remember we talked about right. how Hollywood Brown wanted to get out of um out, out, out the Ravens organization because yeah, yeah. they felt the quarterback couldn't throw the ball efficiently enough to get the ball to him. Yeah. Now he's out of there. Yeah. Same exact thing. It can work in the opposite. Wide receivers are going to want to come and play here in Philly simply because Jalen Hurts can get the ball to him and the defense, they're going to have a lot more one-on-one opportunities because of Jalen Hurst's running ability. And because of that, they're going to get one-on-one opportunities on the outside. And if you can beat a guy, he's going to mm-hmm. get you the ball. Yeah. He's going yeah. to get you the ball. And, and and Barrett, the other thing, if you're a defensive player, man, you can just pin your ears back and tee off because a lot of times that the offense got you a lead and the other team's throwing and you know it. You know what I mean? Like it makes exactly. You know, it's a much more pleasant experience when you know what's coming. Ah da da. 
out of that, Rob. I mean, that's 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 huge. That's huge. Well, let's also give credit to the fact that when you have an offense that can score at will like that, that puts so much pressure on the opposition. It automatically earlier, much earlier than in games than they want to, forces that offense out of what their game structure is, which means they're gonna have to put up the ball a lot more. If they're a balanced team predicated on a run to set up the pass, they got to throw the ball a lot more, which allows your defense to play a much looser brand of football. And you look at the way, look at how they hit. Once the Eagles built that big league, look at the hits they were putting on the Giants ball carriers yesterday. Yeah. Yep. It was like it was like in every hit was like pop 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 pop. I mean, it, it was out. They were having fun because even if they made a mistake, they knew they had an offense was going to get it right back for them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, you play less tense. You know, less cautious when you're in a game. When you're a game nip and tuck, everything has to be a little bit finer tuned. Yes. But man, when you got a team that can blow 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 a team off the field early in the game, and you got to make them come out of their comfort zone. That plays right into the hands of a defense in terms of what they want to do and to be a little bit more creative and freer playing with their game scheme. Dead on. Dead you, on. You guys see the bench when you showed the Eagles bench and you showed the Giants bench. Absolutely. Number one, let me let me put this out there too. When you looked at the uh, the Eagles bench and you see A.J. Brown yucking it up and, and, and having a great time on the sideline because they deserve to. They went out there and took care of business. They were out there making it happen. But you still see Jalen Hurst with the intensity of, of the how the game started. Mm-hmm. He's still locked and loaded. He's still concentrating on the product he's about to put on the field. Not saying there's anything wrong with AJ and Smitty and those guys, Quez, and you know them. them yeah. You know, talk. I mean, that's what it, that's what the NFL is: excitement, having fun. You know what I'm saying? And it's fun. It's only fun when you're winning. When you when you're out there and you know you can do whatever you want to do to uh, the the defense, they can't do anything about it. But you still see your fearless leader. You still see your quarterback still dialed in. And then you look at the other uh, sideline where the Giants are, and everybody's pissed off. Everybody looked like they got the flu over there. <laughs> they all look like that. Yeah. That's what it's all about, man. You know, that's what uh, the retrospect. I'm looking at, you know, everybody having fun. I'm looking at my quarterback like, all right. I still got some more stuff I got to go out You there see him like that. You Even at the end of the game when he was out, Minshew was in there. He's on the sideline. And Again, I would have no problem if he was smiling and laughing. He he deserves it, but he is still just like lasered. That dude is man. Whoa, he is. There is one gear with that cat, and it it's is either just, on or off. It's yeah, like, that's it. There's nothing else. On or off. Yeah, and he's uh, and they do take his his lead in in a lot of ways. That's for sure. Um, by the way, uh, appreciate everybody, everybody tuning in. Uh, good number, good number. We'll keep it rolling, but. Let's hit those likes for, for everybody who's uh, who's taking the time to stream to listen to hang in the chat room. Let's hit, let's get those likes up today. We we could we could do a number. We we go on an Eagles type run uh, with the like button today. So let's uh, let's dig into that. All right. So we'll come back. We'll give you a little update on some of the injuries. And there were you know some scary ones. Lane Johnson goes down. Uh, Reed Blankenship goes down. Who's filling in for C.J. Gardner Johnson right now? Uh, Kyron Johnson, who's had been a really good special teamer for them. Aaron Sippos. So we'll dive into all that and the improvement on the special teams. Might mix in a couple other odds and ends here, but coming up at 2 o'clock, we'll do our full-blown NFL talk as well. So you don't want to go anywhere. D-Gun, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis on this beautiful Monday. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. All right, I'm going to tell you about Flynn Tree Services. Yes, Flynn Tree Services is an experienced, licensed, and insured Pennsylvania tree services company that will trim or remove any unwanted trees off of your property. They offer cost-effective solutions to any tree problem that you may face. So 
Do you have any type of issues in your yard or on your property? If you do, they're just a quick phone call away. They are experts at trimming all types of trees, and they serve southeastern Pennsylvania, South Jersey, and northern Delaware. Flint Tree Services specializes in tree removal, stump grinding, and tree pruning. Now, keep in mind, storm, hurricane season, it's getting colder, some nasty winds, etc., it's a good time to get your trees evaluated to make sure there aren't further problems down the line as the weather gets worse. All right, you go to their Facebook or Instagram page for a sampling of their work or more information. Give Flint Tree Services a call at 610-850-2848. That's 610-850-2848 or online at flinttreeservices.com. That's flinttreeservices.com. Post game show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game now streaming on the Six ABC Family of Apps. greatest fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondly hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles Number one, Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not lease, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39.95 or new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs $189 per month. Zero down can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, big finish sales event. Did you know taxes could be your biggest expense during retirement? Are most of your assets in tax-deferred accounts like IRAs and 401ks? Taxes are historically low today, but we're facing significant headwinds in the future. Do you have a plan? The Thrive Financial Team has more than 100 years of experience. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's helping people across the Delaware Valley with forward-looking tax planning. Learn how to shift your money from forever tax to no or low tax accounts. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean.
we're back. Get used to that new song, baby. I'm liking it. Hope everybody's doing well out there. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, hanging out with you on a Monday, a victory Monday after the Eagles take care of business in a game that wasn't nearly as close as the 48-22 final score. The Eagles, they, it could have put a 50 spot up and had they, uh, had there not been some some fluky stuff, uh, they, they wouldn't even have had 22 uh, with the Giants. They get a garbage touchdown at the end and a two-point conversion. They end up cashing on that on that block punt uh, as well. So anyway, uh, Eagles win, but there were some injuries. There were some you know some concerning things. Let's start with Lane Johnson. So he called it an abdomen afterwards. He said he wasn't sure exactly what it was. It, it could have been related to an oblique. Now, one of the things I thought he said that was very encouraging after the game was. If it was a close game, he probably would have stayed in anyway. So you hear that, and that's that's you know a good sign. And I and I totally get the organization erring on the side of caution. I do wonder, and I'll ask you guys this: the reports that have come out today are it isn't all that severe, and they're gonna you know see how he does during the week. You know, if there's ever a week to maybe be careful with him, is it this week against the Bears? M- muted, Gunner. You're not keeping Lane Johnson on the bench. Lane Johnson will go out there on a one one leg in a wheelchair if he has. I know to. he will, but should you just fight him against himself? Sure, sure, yeah, sure. But that's not how, that's not who he is. He'll fight that tooth and nail. I like to be behind closed doors when him and Jeff. If if him and Jeff Stoutland had that conversation, mm-hmm. you know, I would love well, to be behind closed but doors. See that, that that wouldn't be a conversation. It wouldn't be a conversation because if there's, I mean, his leg could be falling off. He's going to want to play. Yeah, but if Jeff thought that there was a possibility that it could ruin something, or uh, he'd be he'd be out longer, it would be a conversation. He'd just tell him no, and that's one of the few people that Lane would say, "Okay, all right, you know, him and Sirianni be like, all right, I, I'm not going to do it." See, the coaching staff, the relationship these guys have with the coaching staff is a lot better than what I've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen um, a better group of guys that really are into being the best that they can be, man. And if they're, if they feel as though this shouldn't be something that they should, you know, keep going then they, they, they would definitely sit his butt down and he would definitely um, let him do it too. Let him sit it down. Like they I got- just, I, I worry, I hear abdomen. I'm thinking like oblique. I'm thinking sports hernia. Like I, I just get concerned. He said he had, he felt like a pinch uh, under his uh, rib cage. I, you know, again, I don't know. He could. I get them all the time, but those are those aren't muscles. They're they're, pain. They're they're fat cells. You know what I'm saying? No, that's 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 White Castle bubbling in his gut. (laughs) Yeah, in some distress. Oh, yeah. But uh, I, I I get again. A a lot of it's going to depend on how he's doing. You know, I'm sure he's getting treatment today, and you know he'll get it tomorrow. I'm sure, but how he's doing Wednesday, Thursday. But look at the opposition. Terrence Steele. Uh, Yeah. Bad injury. Done He's out. Year. Done yep. for the year. They lost Anthony Brown, what, two weeks ago for the year? Yep. Defensive back. Yep. I mean, and, and, and then you got guys, look, Texas boy. What he said just don't make sense. Nothing he said on this whole on this whole chat has made sense. He's a troll. He, he can't believe he can't believe anything that he's he's typed. His fingers just don't know what they're saying. Yeah, he, he got he got attention. He got the attention. Right. Yes. Um, no, but for sure. I mean, I just think they're there. You got to be careful there. So anyway, but the, the point is not as bad as it maybe could have been. Then you go to Reed, Reed Blankenship, who, you know, 
Mike Garofolo is reporting from the NFL Network that it's just a sprain. It's not a tear. They're, they don't even think it's bad enough to put him on the IR. You know, and they're, they're just going to kind of go week to week with this. And we you know, he had him. played very well, you know, yeah. for, for CJ. And he's, he's done a nice job. But that's enormous because, you know, when that – he sort of – it was like a non-contact. Then he got rolled over, and it, it looked like – I'm thinking he's done for the year. I'm thinking it's an ACL. And it wasn't. Yeah. I'm so glad. Yeah. So, so yeah. glad. Yeah. I'm telling you. Uh, then you look at Rob's favorite player, Sippos. You know, he left there in a walking boot. Uh, that's that's a little bit more serious. That is. That is. That but is. I, you I, know, you know, I, I will give him love, Derek. He made a pretty athletic play. Oh, he, he scoop, did. Oh, there's he no question. that bad boy up almost with one hand and, yes. and tries to get the first down. Almost picked up the first down. Yeah. You know, and then the shot he took, uh, that should have been um, unnecessary roughness. Two he shots. was two yards out of bounds. He got yeah. two dudes, you know, blasted him, man, you know. Um, and I do know, um, you know, people are wondering what the Eagles are going to do about punting. I'll tell you this. Um, they do have one or two punters in mind, but it will not be the former punter from Buffalo. I do know that. So anybody out there think no, they'll look at okay, the Okay, so you're, you're hearing, that's what you're hearing. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. not going to be the punter Matt from Ariza Buffalo. Matt is the, yeah. Uh, yeah. So if you're not familiar with them, uh, they call draft him punt a punt, Yeah, the murder leg and all that other, whatever that they call That dude can punt, geez. So, uh, drafted out of San Diego State by the Bills, uh, there were there was an, an alleged incident that went down uh, when he was still in college with uh, other teammates and uh, a young lady. Uh, anyway, the criminal charges were dropped, but there's still a civil suit pending uh, mm-hmm. for, for what it's worth. Uh, a gang rape allegation. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Derek. Like, if you were asking me, do I think they'd go down that road? Probably not. Um, no. Now they have the culture to be able to handle it. I think um, the, the the distraction that it may potentially be, but yeah, I don't is, think they want the distraction. Yeah, is it really worth it? You know, no. w- w- aren't you better off just trying? I mean, the thing the, the thing about kickers and and punters is, you know, it's not like you're trying to grab a quarterback and 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 get through the rest of the year. I'll do all due respect to a punter. I mean, please. There's a lot of good kickers and punters sitting at home just waiting for a phone call. You know. It's just that they haven't been given an opportunity. I mean, when you only have 32 jobs and you have an abundance of guys just wanting a, an opportunity, you know, you sit and you wait. They'll get they'll get somebody uh, temporarily uh, this week um, to replace them. It may not be the Matariza category, but it'll be somebody that they feel that can get the job done. They bring guys in, work them out. They'll get somebody to get the job done. Yeah, He won't be any worse. He won't be of the Ariza category, but he won't be any worse than Sippos. And I haven't seen any we, – we haven't heard anything officially on this, by the way. But it just right. – it, it seems like it, it it may not be, you know, season-ending for Sippo. So you might have him back yeah. at some point. Now, the, the good news is Covey steps in. He's a holder. There weren't any issues on exchanges. You know, and, and pickers kickers can be finicky here. You the more know, you sometimes. can do, man. Right. Yeah. More than you can do. More you can do. Exactly right, Barrett. Um, but so, so no issues with, with Elliot. And Elliot, to his credit, how many punts did he have? One? I – I just, just remember one. the one. Yeah, you yeah. ran in a little yeah. bit late. And yeah. the other thing is this team doesn't punt a ton either. Right. Right. <laughs> There's another right. good thing. Um, so yeah, that, so that's kind of where things are with the injuries. If, again, if we hear anything, we'll pass it along. But quickly here, special teams, man. Special teams. Like really, other than the punt block, which was kind of a mess, their return game has been better with Boston Scott as the kick returner. Covey's been decent as a punt returner. And their coverage teams have been way better in, in props to Christian Ellis, uh, you know, and other guys as well. 
Oh, let me throw it. They did lose Kyron Johnson, who's a very good special teams player. Yeah. So that's a loss. Yeah, yeah shoulder. But uh, but they've improved that area too, guys. Yep. Two in a row. Yeah. Ellis coming down, crushing people. They understand, man. This is an unforgiving league. What have you done for me lately? And mm-hmm. guys like Ellis, linebacker comes in, been on a practice squad all year, comes in and makes a play. You look at uh, you you, you look at um, Sipos, Sipos, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> There's about seven punters right now over there at the Naval Care Farm Place. Absolutely, guarantee no question. It, yep, out there Absolutely. working out and 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 trying to replace you. So Sipos is a little sick right now because if they come in and and start. Pounding it like I've seen other punters do. Remember, remember John Johnson. What's his name? Uh, what's it, Johnston? Oh, Cameron Johnson. Cameron Johnston. Johnston. Yeah. Yep. He stuck around for years, man. They cut him like twice in the summertime. Towards to that third year, he started booming. and became one of the best kick uh, punters the Eagles have had in a long time. Yeah. So you know, it's, it, you can get Wally Pitt, man. That's that's happened so many times. Yeah, and, and we we've all agreed that Sippos leaves a lot to be desired in terms of his distance <laughs> and I his, wasn't his say that. pun angles. Over well, do you agree or disagree? I, that you 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 speaking Bible right now? Bro. Okay, yeah. so I'm surprised because the one thing the Eagles do, as do other teams, is the teams are always bringing in kickers and punters just to look at them, especially if yeah. they have if they have one in the fold who's been average to mediocre at best. They're always bringing in somebody to look, and I'm surprised in a lot of ways they haven't made a change before now, you know, Um, because like I said, there's a whole lot of hungry kickers and punters sitting at home just waiting for an opportunity, and they haven't found one before, which surprises me, and now they're going to get one out of necessity now. So I'm interesting. I can't wait to see what this individual is, who it is they decide on what he looks like in their first game. It might be even a, a, some veteran we're not even thinking about who's just been on the outside looking yeah. in. Eagles son, Sean Londetta. Oh, geez. <laughs> well, or or some team cut a kicker who who was uh, making the, the veteran minimum and, yeah. in favor yeah. of a, a rookie, yeah. who, guy who could still have some ability, who could still help you. you know? Appreciate that, Dan Burrito. But, yeah, you're right, man. You're right. Yeah. You're absolutely right because – Boston Scott. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. You don't know what you don't know. You got to go out there. Man, I, I didn't got a call. I had gotten released and I got a call like, you know, a couple hours after I got released saying, hey, we require your services. I'm like, I'm going to hire the assassin now. Bring me in. I bet you ain't let me go home. I bet mm-hmm. you're going to sign before we leave this door. I mean, uh, before I leave this door. I mean, I've seen it happen before, bro. Getting Wally Pip, man. That's why I don't like to really uh, let anybody do shows for me. I hate that. I I'm with you. I subscribe to that theory. What, bro? What? You you're 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 the worst, though, Rob. I am the worst. I am. <laughs> you are the I worst. Am. I am. Rob will do any show anywhere. It can be the <laughs> North Pole, and Rob will be up there holding on to the North Pole doing a show. I'm like a weather guy. You know, they stick the weather person out during yeah, the hurricane, yeah. and they're like. <laughs> The umbrella's the upside down, and he's like, yeah, "My guy, right. D-Gun, not that bad out here yet." Yeah. D-Gun don't give a damn. No, D-Gun D-Gun's gonna like, take off. Nope. He's gonna take off when he. You know what? You know why? Why? <laughs> because I'm securing who I am. Number one, number two, and if it wasn't meant to be yesterday, it will be there somewhere else tomorrow. There you go, bro. That's well, helpful. I'm, I'm wait a minute, take off with it. Well, hold up, time out. Let's let's wait a minute. You D-Gun will take off. Oh, you, I know what you're talking about. When we were at NBC, oh heck yes, I earned bro, that right. Oh we yeah, at NBC. Yes, and the schedule. 
the Eagles schedule will come out. And you know the Eagles schedule, they have a bye week. The Eagles schedule will come out at 4 o'clock. And there'd be an email and a text that goes to our boss saying, I need off on this and this date. Yep. And it always be the week of the bye week. And I, I come up and I'm thinking, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get them the next day. It's our, the, week, the email is already there an hour after it came out. It's brilliant. So he, he would take off that the bye and he would take off the week before the season started. It was brilliant. right. It was brilliant. <laughs> That thing, that that so the schedule be out at four o'clock at four o'clock and thirty seconds. The email was sent uh, yep. to the boss, and I, and I knew, and I knew, Brilliant. I knew, I knew he always had the first week in June always slotted away. He has to go do this kids camp. No, yeah. first week of July. Oh, first week of July. He always first, had this first kids full camp. week in July after the Fourth of July. It was when <laughs> kids camp. My wife and I have been on staff for twenty something years at this kids camp in Carlisle, so I want to make sure nothing that messed that up, but. On the average, for the last ten years, I had I was there. I had a minimum eight weeks off. When you consider vacation, comp days, uh, six days, sick days, you could use as vacation. I had an excess on an average of eight weeks off, which also said you cannot carry any days over to the next year. You know, some companies will let you roll it over to the next year. Not this company. I'll make sure I'm getting my weeks. Yeah. Oh, I'm there. I, I, I guarantee you that. I guarantee you that. I make sure I get my weeks. Me like a yeah. fool. I didn't. I didn't get. I didn't do it. A lot of times I go in. I got like three weeks of vacation time. I ain't even take it. Don't get paid extra for it either. Now, how many of these shows have I missed? I've taken off like an hour. Last hour when I was at the Brian Dawkins uh, Foundation. Uh, how many days have I missed on this show since April 18th? Oh, you don't miss days on this show. Yeah. Not many. Nah. Yeah, you know, I mean, because we like this. I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, trying we to enjoy think. ourselves here, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm honestly trying to think of what. When did I t- did I take off a full week? I'm not taking. Hey, you know what? I got to catch up. I need to take off some time. You know, I'm <laughs> think of, hey, I haven't yeah. taken off a full week, but I've taken a day or so because I'll be traveling. That's the only time oh, I yeah, take a day yeah. while I'm traveling. I, I, yeah. Hey, hey, I got I get some days off. I love you guys, <laughs> but I got to get away. I got to go. Yeah, I love you guys like a play cousin also, but I need some days too, man. Play I'm saying, man. <laughs> Let me ask you guys this. Uh, coach of the year. We oh. thought for a while, Dable. Uh, we thought for a mile, Mike McDaniel. They've maybe come back wow. to earth a little bit. Mm. Uh, Robert Sala was thrown out there uh, for, for Minnesota's five Minnesota's coach. Yeah. Kevin uh, O'Connell. Kevin O'Connell, O'Connell yeah. yeah. Was brought up for some time. Um, Sean McDermott people giving Rivera a little bit of love for the resurgence in Washington Sean McDermott giving a little bit of love Uh, is it Nick Sirianni oh it's it's it's, I mean it's it's leaps and bounds now leaps and bounds 12 and 1 second year coach 12 and 1 yep second year coach you got to give it to him Um, because it was Dable when he was on a roll but now what they're 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 Two, three, and one. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. So no, you can't give it to him now. O'Connell just lost. You can't give it to him. Uh I would say, I mean, you can't really give it to Big Red. They just lost. Yeah, no. I mean, I, I no. guess you can make a case for Kyle Shanahan. He's overcome a lot of injuries, right? He's down to his third string quarterback, and they're now nine and four. Right. I think you can make a case for him. I'm just telling you the other ones who could be in contention. Um I don't know that there's a lot of other clear-cut guys. I mean, you know, O'Connell's still 10-3 and three in his rookie year. That's pretty good in Minnesota. 
Yeah. Um, Rivera, they're 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 relatively hot, right? Nobody's hotter than the Eagles. You are what your record right. says you are. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it's hard to argue it. Uh, this dude, Jeff. He, please take some days off, D gun. All right, yeah, I got you, Jeff. No problem, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no problem, bro. I acknowledge you. I got you. Uh-huh. <laughs> man, people, people need to move on, man. Yes. I love how Safari said D gun got promoted to Trisha's office. <laughs> That's right, you got That's a, a promotion, bro. Yeah, yeah, man. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. man. That's yeah, awesome. He, you know, he, he don't know he's not allowed in there unless he's putting something together. That's so, hey, yeah, that's you said that jokingly, but you ain't lying, bro. All right, I'll give you, I'll give you guys, you guys will appreciate this. I'm at work yesterday. I get a text from my wife. She yeah. so I I got the tree. I oh all right, real quick. I'll oh, you the got tree. the tree. Okay, oh. so let me give you the tree story. So Saturday. Um, I had to, I had to hustle back from ocean because I had a, my, my basketball team had a game at, at 10 and the squad's starting to play a little bit better. We're getting there. We're getting there. Okay. So you like, you like Villanova starting to play better. We're getting there. Okay. okay. So we win, right. we win. I hustle there. I come home, blah, blah, shower, boo, go to the game, go to the game, hustle, hustle from the game. And I, I am on it. I'm on the air at three on Saturday. So I get home from my game at like one one-ish around there and i generally leave the house at two if i'm on at three so i grab my son who's home from college i'm like let's go we're getting the tree all right boom go to all these places i don't know if you guys have seen this the tree prices are so jacked up oh yeah oh, man okay oh, yes. i go to this place that i you know have gone to over the years you're talking like a buck 30 for a tree that looked like a charlie brown tree yes what so yes. i say to the guy i'm like Dude, no, no bit. disrespect. Is this right? Is this price right for this tree? And the guy's like, uh, he gave me some, like, I don't know what he said. I couldn't even understand it. He was like, <laughs> it's New York gas uh, whatever. I'm like, all right, dude. So I'm, I'm like, I told Bob, I'm like, Bobby, let's go. We're not even dealing with this. We go to this other place. Same thing. Crap. Garbage. So finally, I'm, so I'm running around like a nut. I finally get to find a place that's somewhat reasonable. I got a nice tree. I'll take a picture. I'll show you guys. But during the next break, hustle back. I got to run to work. So anyway, we, we let the, like to let the tree sit for a day, you know, so it can just kind of spread out and then, you know, then uh, decorate it the next day. But I had to go to work yesterday. So my wife's like, All right, I'll just handle it while you, you, my, you, whatever my wife and daughter do it. Long story long, as Barrett would say. There so she go. gets one of the bins out of the, uh, out of the shed. Okay. And she starts taking out decorations. She's trimming the tree, blah, blah, blah. All of a sudden, she sees something moving in the in the bin. <laughs> what? There's a, there's a mouse in the bin. <laughs> so I get a text. There's a mouse in the bin. What, what? Like help? I'm like help. I'm I'm in. I'm nowhere near the house. I'm, I'm on the air. It's like I'm in I'm in the middle of a, a commercial break. I'm like, what do you want me to do? I said, get the bin outside so that little bleep doesn't get get loose in the house, man. <laughs> So she gets out, she takes it out to the deck, I guess, or whatever. And I said, angle it so the, the thing can escape and get out of there. She's like, I was touching stuff and it was wet. He probably peed off. <laughs> <laughs> it's all I hear, man. <laughs> so I get home last night. It's like 830. I don't know what time it was. So I'm like, she's like traumatized. It's your she fault scared, too. She scared the dog because she screamed when she saw the mouse. So the dog's scared. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell, man? 
Hey, you can borrow you can borrow my dog PJ because number one PJ was sniffed in mouse out. Number two, that mouse ain't got a prayer against PJ. That <laughs> mouse will disappear real quick. So yeah, I haven't even dealt with it. There's a bin on my deck right now that's like angled, you know, this way, and I got to go see if the thing's still in there or it's dead or what. So anyway, that's my fun day. I don't even know where I. Why did I even start that story? Hey, Crisco, Crisco ducks at Christmas vacation too. Yes, I, I am Clark Griswold, man. I am. I hate, say, I hate to say this, but like once every four or five years, because we have so many fields and stuff around here, you got hawks flying everywhere. And then when it gets cold, yeah. what do mice do? They look for warm places. So yeah. we'll get one in the garage and I got people in my house that leave doors open. One might get in the house and get in the pantry. I got this little stack, these little, those little wooden traps yeah. you know, with the spring on them. Yeah. 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 I hate to say or, this, or you man. do the uh, the glue hey, hey. ones, which are kind of. No, nasty. I don't do those. I don't do because uh, I don't want to see it. I'd hate to go in and grab any. That's cruel. It's the ones I have, dead, gone, done. Well, anytime you do, done. Like I'm surprised. Like you were doing construction in the uh, in the summer. That'll, yes. that'll draw. That'll draw. Oh my, oh my goodness, yeah. yeah. But see, I think the reason they didn't come in because you got three dogs here and they they smell them. They ain't coming right. here, you know. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That 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 means a lot, man. But like sometimes in my basement. You can't just keep them. We live right next to a field, right next to a field. Yep. And he's out there, you know, cold in Atlanta. They're like, shit, I'm going in the house. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's, it's it just comes with the territory, man. It comes with yeah. territory. No, it does. It does. That's for sure. Hey, All man, right. You know, get, you, get you a dog that's a serial killer like I got. I know. My dog is scared. Like, I took her to get groomed Friday morning, and she was scared of the blow dryer. They <laughs> let her air dry. I got there. The woman's like, um, she's still a little wet. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, she's afraid of the, of the, of the dryer. I'm like, hey. I just looked at, at the dog. I'm like, Bailey, really? Like, really? And she's looking at me like, uh -huh. I'm like hey, dude, my, my daughter, my daughter has a 75 pound dog. The friendliest dog you ever wanted to meet. Right. Yeah. So we got these two huge eight foot inflatables on our patio deck. Right. Because yeah. Cruz, Cruz wants them on the patio deck. So when you inflate them and they go up, the dog will not go out the door. The dog will yes, sit at the door yes, and look yes. at him like, what's this? Well, you got to push the dog out yes. the door. And then when, when she gets near one of the inflatables, she curls up. And when you shove her, she takes off like a jackrabbit and jumps off the back step. Yeah. <laughs> I, be I totally thing. believe it. I totally like, believe that. you serious? Unbelievable. Bro, I, 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 I got a dog, man. He's not scared of anything. Major, but I call him Joe Rockhead because he don't he 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 about as smart as a box of rocks, bro. This dog, man, oh my goodness, like, dude, like real talk. I don't know how he did it, but he killed a deer. Why the hell does he kill a, a deer? deer? Yeah, full grown or a baby? Full grown deer. Killed doe. Him. Yeah, found him killed in the a yard. doe. Full Damn. grown. Full grown. Okay. In your yard. Yes, we had to have people come out and move the deer. Oh my god. I was going to ask you, how'd you get rid of it? Because I'm yeah, not yeah, touching the people it. People had to come out and get it. It was in my yard. He had, the people had to come get it. Who'd you wow, call man. it? Fish and Game Department? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Uh -uh. So they came. They came and got the deer. But like this dog, we used to have. We used to have. Um, not. I think they're not gophers, but um, what are those? The, what groundhogs. Are those groundhogs. Groundhogs. Yeah, groundhogs. groundhogs. We had a family of groundhogs, and slowly but surely, as he got older, the groundhogs started missing and. It got to a point. It was like there was literally like six groundhogs living in, and because they come over, they used to eat my my tomatoes and stuff. Okay. After he got old enough, no more groundhogs, no more anything. 
Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the protector, mm-hmm. man. We only have we only have squirrels in our yard. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I might have to borrow uh, <laughs> random out. Um, hey, I wanted to give Joel and beat at least a little bit of love here. Fifty three last night. He dropped. Woo! The uh, yeah, Sixers win one thirty one one thirteen over uh, over Charlotte. Harden had a, had a nice game too. Nineteen sixteen and nine. Uh, they they played well last night. I, I got to tell you, Friday night was was just a disgrace. I know they Dude. won in overtime. But that fourth quarter collapse, they had no business winning that game. They didn't deserve to win that game. And I'm usually a, a win is a win is a win guy. I, but I am not in that case. That was terrible. Anthony Davis makes that second free throw. Game's over. Yeah, the kid Reeves makes a free throw and it's over. And Either it's one over. of them. Game's over. The last two minutes of that game, I'm sitting there going, I don't believe this. It, it was like literally crap. It was they like, couldn't in, they couldn't inbound. No timeouts left. No timeouts left. Couldn't Terrible. pass the ball. Couldn't Awful. even get a shot off in a lot of cases. Yeah, it, it's the you kind know? of law. I know it was a win. I shouldn't say a loss. It's the kind of game that makes you doubt everything about this team, as if you weren't already doubting them. But yeah. it, it just drives yeah. that point home even further for you with that kind of game. It was uh, it was awful. And again, it, props last night. And Bede was unstoppable. And he. He knows that, that Charlotte doesn't have a big that can get, even touch him, and he, and he dominated, uh, and good for him. But that was well, awful. Well, you know, after a game like that with Embiid, then you wonder how many games off does he need now to recoup from that game? Yeah, you know, right, 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 right. You know, I mean, yeah. is, is it a knee? It's an it's something with him. You know, he he's not going to consistently play 15, 20 games for you. He'd give you five or six, game off. Six yeah. or seven, game off. I mean, he, I, I don't I, – I, I love watching him play – but it's like I sit there going, okay. He just like you just said, phenomenal game last night. When's his next day off? Yeah. When's yeah. the next? Oh, correction. When's the next scheduled win uh, loss according to the coach? <laughs> mm-hmm. When's the next scheduled loss? Uh, uh, all right. Anyway, so I get I give him a little love. So all right, we come back NFL talk, guys. We will dip into a bunch of things, including 49ers hammering the Bucks. Uh, Brock Purdy, the way that he's playing, uh, Debo Samuel's injury, the Cowboys, the Vikings, the Bengals, the Chargers last night uh, over the Dolphins. We'll look at the playoff picture for the AFC and the NFC. Big injury to the Cowboys along their offensive line. couple other injuries throughout the NFL, which we will uh, we'll dive into as well. So don't go anywhere. We keep it rolling here. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, Derek Barrett. I am Rob. All right. I want to tell you about Razor Technology. Yes, Razor Technology's comprehensive managed service provider solution delivers constant monitoring, on-demand assistance, and rapid issue resolution. Through data-vetted and insight-driven implementation, we strengthen our existing IT resources with both human power and expertise that reduces security risks and downtime while enhancing organizational efficiency and productivity. They are a strategic resource for adaptive and fast-growing companies that need help selecting, implementing, and managing their IT services. Razor Technologies' goal is always bigger than one project, one problem, or one upgrade. It's improving overall functioning of our partners and helping them achieve their business objectives through an ongoing synergistic relationship. Give your IT team the freedom to refocus by augmenting their reach with Razor Technology. Contact Razor Tech today and learn how our managed services can protect and enhance your business by calling 866-797-3282, 866-797-3282, or visit them online at razor-tech.com. That's razor-tech.com. 
Post Game Show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post Game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondley hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles Number one, Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not lease, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39.95 or new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs $189 per month. Zero down can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, big finish sales event. Did you know taxes could be your biggest expense during retirement? Are most of your assets in tax-deferred accounts like IRAs and 401ks? Taxes are historically low today, but we're facing significant headwinds in the future. Do you have a plan? The Thrive Financial Team has more than 100 years of experience helping people across the Delaware Valley with forward-looking tax planning. Learn how to shift your money from forever tax to no or low tax accounts. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean. Rob, get on board, baby. Get on board. I'm on. I'm in, man. Let's go. D I love Soul it. Train rolling. I would be honest. I like it, man. Yeah, D like Soul it. Train rolling, baby. Good get work. on board. Good Woo-hoo. work. Let's give you guys props again. What's it? What's your uh Elvin Shabazian, man? He's an right. incredible music producer, talented, one and won all kind of awards producing. Okay. Yeah, great. He's like a son to uh, my wife and I. We've known nice. him since he was five years old. Great kid. Love it. Young man now. He's in his 30s now, so I can't call him kid anymore. Uh, very cool. Very cool. All he right, chooses to be around you? <laughs> yes. You know, unlike something, unlike, you know, Bear, let me tell you something real quick so you can put this. See, you can't get to me today. It's the Christmas holiday, Bear. You can't get me to me. But, uh, you know, there's Less a lot than of, two weeks, by the way. There's yeah. a lot of young people that we've helped raise in our lifetime. And I'm good. I'm so happy to see a lot of them doing so well in life. 
Um, you know, and it's still, they're still our kids in a lot of ways, you know, and it will always be. And um, it's, it's just nice to, to see them from the time that they're five, six, seven years old to see what they've blossomed into, you know, whether they're doctors, uh, police officers, uh, music producers. So it's, 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 it's nice, man. Makes you feel, makes you feel good that you in some way were able to contribute in, in, in young people's lives, man, because we, we sit here and talk about this generation today, man. It's like, there's a whole lot of craziness with this generation today that drives us nuts that we didn't do when we were coming up, you know, but it's so nice to see a, there's a good collection of young people who, who also steered on the right course in life and have done well for themselves. Nah, yeah. I was surprised. Cause you know, cause Rob, man, they got, they got some of these kids like traveled back to come to the house. Like they came back, That's like right. this kid from Poconos came back to, um, to, to to you know visit D Gun. That's right. See, D Gun's a nice guy. I just I'm just said, not nice to you guys. I said D Gun's nice. I said, oh, you, know? you, you came back to see Trish and them, right? No, Mr. <laughs> Derek is great. I'm like, that's right. I said, that's right. That's right. Say it again. Say it said, again, B Brooks. I said, who? Oh Mr. Derek. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Isn't that your coworker? I'm like, yeah. That's right. Better yeah, believe it. It hurts. <laughs> you have to say it. Yeah. Good work out of you. It pains, it pains him to say that, Rob. I know. It, it, I hurts him in the, it was like, oh, he was going Rob. through like a little convulsion. <laughs> Rob, it hit him in the gut where that White Castle's oh. sitting right now. It was like, ah. All right. Um, <laughs> all right. So here, so a couple things. Uh, let's start with the 49ers yesterday. They went 35-7 over the Bucks. Let me start with this. Can we just, the Bucks stink, right? I mean, <laughs> Are we agreed they stink? They stink. They They're going to win the division. They're going to be in the playoffs. Yes, agreed. I don't division. know. Did you see the stat that if Carolina wins out, they're in? Yeah, Did I you know. see that? Carolina's not dead, uh, and, and Atlanta's not dead either. But but I, I get it. I know yeah, it's Brady. Are. Nobody wants to see him in the first round. I know. They're right, bad. Right. They're bad, and we keep waiting. Oh, this is going to be the week. It's not happening. Right. The, the guy's right. throwing 80 times. He's, he's 45 years old. They have no run game. They don't want to have a run game. It, 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 they're not that good defensively either. They're overrated defensively. They're they're just not that good. All right, I'm I'm sorry. I'm done with my with my Buccaneers rant. <sighs> All right, but the 49ers uh, are real, and you know I give props to uh, to Brock Purdy the way that he played yesterday. He he stood there tall a couple times, got got smacked in the mouth, and it didn't matter. He was not afraid. Dude, he made a couple throws with pressure in his face. I'm like. And this was the last player taken in a draft? Right. You know, we look at all these talent evaluators in, on every team and the money spent on scouting departments, regional scouting departments, national scouting departments. And let's face it, you know, there are a lot of players that we've talked about and we've seen in our career that were high draft picks that were bust. And some of the best players in the history of the game were fourth, fifth, sixth round picks, Jason Kelsey, i.e., you know, to name one. Uh, but this dude was the last player picked in the draft. Mm. And I'm thinking, okay, 49ers are done. The, the defense can only set, carry you so far. This dude has, he's, he's had two decent tests because I'm going to tell you something. Todd Bowles' defense brought it at him almost like every passing down yesterday. Yes. yes. And that dude stood tall and attacking and made some serious throws. And I'm like, man, hold up. Who is this? Who's Brock? Because Brock was pretty good. <laughs> he was well, good. So early, there's like a blown assignment, and he also has to see it a little bit in his periphery, right? So he has a guy coming from his right, 
and he gets his clock cleaned. It ended up being a, uh, a penalty on the, uh, it was a personal foul for unnecessary ruffles. I didn't think it was, but whatever. But I'm thinking after that, he's going to be a little gun shy. This is pretty early in the game. And he, he right. wasn't, he, he, he stood in there, man. And, you know, he, he played really well. Uh, he, he didn't try to force things. He just played smart, you know, and it looks like McCaffrey's really kind of hitting his, Ooh. you know, his sweet spot right now too, both running it and catching. Well, how the ball. do you think they do with Debo Sanders being out though? That's going to be hard. See, here's the problem with that Barrett. The trickle down effect means McCaffrey gets more carries and, and there's more of a yep. likelihood that he gets hurt or, and or wears down. So uh, that's where you're really going to see it. Not only missing the talent of Debo because he's unbelievably talented, but the, it's, it's those areas. Um, but their defense is, is damn good as we know, as we've noted a lot. And they're playing great football at the right time. They're hot. Um, they, you know, they went after the win yesterday. Uh, they now won six in a row and they're nine. If they started the season off three and four, they're yeah. nine and four right now. You know, they're, um, they're the only team in the league also that has not given up 200 points in, a, in through 13 games this year. Yeah. Well, a buck 97. Yeah. The only yeah. team that has not, um, they're to, they're down to a third string quarterback. They, they survived the test against Miami, which was a good test for a young quarterback. They come back, this young kid, handles the, the storm of a Todd Bowles pressure defense. And on top of that, the second series of the game, he suffered some kind of oblique injury or something and played through it. Yeah. He had an MRI today. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and I'll tell you what, you know, I know Barrett and I have our differences of opinion about their defense. I can't wait to see it. Can't wait to see it. You know, I just want to see, I just want to see it. You know, we're going to talk about it periodically from now until the playoffs come. I just want to see it go yeah, down. They're good. I think that'll be a good matchup. They're, they're really good. good. They're good. And I, I think, you know, like, honestly, though, all joking aside, we keep waiting for Tampa. They're, there's no wait. This is oh, what they are. Like, oh. they keep trying to tell you every week who they are, and this is who they are. Oh, right, right, right. Um. So, yeah, and the Debo thing looked way worse. I mean, he, he so it was an inside ca- – and, then, you know, he doesn't love, you know, running the ball anyway at no. this point. But he takes an inside carry and just gets his leg twisted up. Did you and, see his foot get bent? Yeah. Like, I thought he – I'm thinking, he's done, man. Broken and, ankle? Yeah. The the reports are that it's just an – not just. It's a high ankle, which is better than what it could have been. And oh. it's, it's, it's about a four- to six-week injury, which gets yeah, you right yeah. around the playoffs. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So – um, anyway, they win, they keep rolling bucks lose, but they're still in first place, even though they're under 500. Um, the Cowboys absolutely should have lost this game. So Dak throws a late pick with a bit like a four ish left foreign change. I don't know how much was left exactly. Um, uh, and the Texans return it to the four yard line at that point. And I think, what were they up? They were up three. The Texans They were plus three. Yep. They punch it in. It's two possessions. It's over. Um, yeah. Worst case. Worst case, I'm kicking a field goal. Yes, as to make them score a touchdown, and and Lovey decides not only to go for it on fourth, but a Jeff Driscoll keeper. I, I, I don't know if that was a keeper because you see him turn to his left, and I don't know if he was supposed to hand the ball off, but the running back went the other way. Yeah. Driscoll turns back. By the time he turns back, this white jersey is converging on him. So I don't know if it was a blown play or not. Bad. But I'm like, why would you not take the automatic three? I know. And force them to well, they eventually scored the, 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 the touchdown, but still. Why would you why would you not it was, take, ba- it was bad. It was just bad all around. It's, there, there's a reason why they're a one-win team. Jeez. You know, and they showed you why. And then Dallas goes 98 yards and they end up 
I think Elliott gets the touchdown and they, they end up winning, but they played bad. You know, that was, you know, everybody talking about the, Oh, the Eagles had a close game against the Texans. Like it wasn't like this, no. you know, the, the Dallas should have lost that game anyway. So they win, which the, here's the problem, right? So they win, they stay at 10 and three. Eagles got to keep winning. Like they yep. cannot overlook the bears yep. this week because you lose to the bears. If you overlook and then you drop to the Cowboys, you got three losses too. Yeah. And I don't know the tiebreaker scenario. You know, the tiebreaker goes to Dallas, actually. Yeah. Are you serious? Yep. Yeah. Why is that? Based well, the on Eagles what? would have two division losses at that point uh, uh, and true. three conference losses. Oh, true. I'd have to look at what Dallas, Dallas has. Wow. So Dallas in division is three and one, and they're seven and three in conference. Okay. And, and what's the Eagles, the Eagles are, right now in conference? Eagles are three and one division, seven and one in conference. Seven and one in conference. Okay. So, but yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, that that so these games are big. Like, you can't you can't take your foot off the pedal, man. You can't. Yo, man, this dude Jeff something else. He said he said Bear keeps looking at the clock. Must have a DoorDash coming. Oh, jeez. What clock? <laughs> what? <laughs> come on, man. Uh, I wish I had a door. I wish I could DoorDash White Castles. Amen. An hour up the road. Uh, I'm sorry, I said that. I really yeah. am. You know, I, I just want you to know something, Bear. I want to go on record. Every time you mention the word White Castle, man, I feel like throwing up. I really do. My my gut starts bubbling and churning because White Castles. Yeah, I'm still trying. All you ate was one White Castle, man. Yeah, no. I mean, that was 2000 January, February 2017. It was the 17 yeah. season, so that was over four years ago. I'm still traumatized from that experience. <laughs> And I didn't eat White Castle since I was a teenager, man. We like I said, we drive down from Milwaukee to Chicago. They didn't have White Castle in Milwaukee. We had to go to Chicago to get them. And you know, it's How funny because that? huh? How long a ride is that? Ninety minute, ninety minute drive. Yeah, because it's um, it was like a two hour ride from Green Bay. Yeah, uh, for to where? To to Chicago. No, it's two hours from Green Bay to Milwaukee. Oh yeah, so, that's right. That's right. Two yeah. hours. Milwaukee, Milwaukee, like an hour and a half to Chicago. Yeah, so it's yes. like three and a yep. half, four hours yep. to get to Chicago. Yep. Right. Yeah. Yep. There you go. So, uh, so uh, the, we have Griffin's asking. He says he lives in Cali. What's White Castle? It's a it's a hamburger joint. Fair enough. It's and, a slider joint. I wouldn't call it hamburgers. Yes. You know. Yeah, we serve chicken and fish too. We. Who's we? You a stockholder now? I'm French. And let me tell you something. We. 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 And let me tell you something. That 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 that, that fish. Was like fish. Remember, Miss Arthur Treacher's fish and oh. chips. Rob, know what I'm gonna say? Oh yeah, Arthur, Rob, you ever eat I Arthur Treacher's? I, I remember. Yeah, when I was a kid. Yeah. Okay, you remember when you bite the fish, the grease start running down your arm? Yeah, I, I didn't want to have to go grease. there. I was forced to go there. Let me put it to you that way. I mean, so yes, that's nasty, man. I'm it is nasty. <laughs> he um, say that's nasty. <laughs> no, it was. Um, all right, so the Vikings. You know, this is the game we talked about a lot. Detroit was favored in the game, despite yep. the fact that the Vikings had ten wins. And Vegas was right on. Detroit ends up winning 34-23 over the Vikings. They've won five out of six now. Mm. And as much as we kind of joked about Dan Campbell and all the other stuff, yep. he's got them playing well. They believe in him. The defense is better. And Jared Goff quietly having an excellent season for the Lions. He's been really good, man. He's had a nice bounce back. There, there, are, there are a lot of teams praying Detroit does not slip in the back door of the playoffs right now. Yep. I don't. I don't think there's some teams that do not want to see Detroit the way they're playing right now, slipping the bag. And they got their number one pick finally playing the game. Uh, what's his name? James Jameson Williams. Jameson Williams. 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 Yeah, Williams. Yeah, yeah. Williams. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, man. You're right. I, we, I was telling people when we yeah. played against them the, the first game of the year that they weren't going to be a slouch because I told them right. their offensive line was good. They didn't have their guards, though, but, like, their first – their, their two tackles yep. are, are legitimate bookends, and their center's legitimate um, yes, yes. top center in the league. You know, he's one of the top centers in the league. So, offensively, they can score. I just didn't like Ross playing being a defensive coordinator. Uh, Aaron, Glenn. Like Aaron, Glenn. Aaron, Aaron Glenn. Aaron Glenn. I'm sorry, yeah. Aaron Glenn. I'm sorry, yeah. Aaron Glenn being a, being a defensive coordinator. I, I just didn't see him. I don't think he has that it factor in calling um, games. But anytime you get, uh, you know – a pass rusher like they have, pass rushers like they have, their front four are pretty good. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of um, it kind of shields you from a lot of everything else because those guys can generate heat on the quarterback. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. And if Jamison Williams can play, you couple him with Aiden Hutchinson. Oh my good! What a what a rookie class, uh, you know. Well, for, for well look guys. at the receiving core with him. I mean, the yeah. receiving core was getting it done without him. Nate Brown's a beast. I mean, look at now they got him. This yep. kid's first NFL catch is a touchdown. He was wide open. Mm-hmm. You know, there was nobody within 15 yards of him, man. That's, that's, speed, that, man. that's speed. that Ed Donatel zone defense. That's why I don't worry about the Vikings in the playoffs. Yeah. Can't stand Ed Donatel's defense. But real, if I told you guys through 13 that's games. That's all personal there. Uh, yeah, it is. Where Jared is Goff, 3,300 yards, 22 touchdowns, seven picks, and, and a basically a 98 passer rating and, a, and six, uh, completing 65% of his passes. I think if you're a Detroit fan, you would take that in a second. Absolutely. That's a good starting quarterback in the league. That's, that's solid, man. He's yeah. solid. Yeah. Um, so Detroit, again, dangerous. You're right. So you mentioned, uh, Derek, the playoff, uh, the way this is looking. So it, it's tight here at the bottom of both of these uh, both these conferences. So Detroit right now at six and seven. So you got the, the, the final team in right now are still the Giants at seven, five, and one. Then it's Seattle at seven and six, and they've kind of come back to earth a little bit. But then it's Detroit six and seven. Yeah, yeah. they could very easily sneak into this thing, man, with the way that they're playing. This is and not you, and, over. And you got a running back in Jamal Williams who leads the NFL with fourteen rushing touchdowns. Right. I mean, so they can run the ball as well as throw the ball. They, every something's turned around. For people laughed at Dan Campbell, so always on the house. I tell you what, that whatever he's selling, they're buying it right now. Yeah. Well, no we doubt. we knew that. Um, we knew that there were going to be some ankle biters. We knew that he was going to go out there and play, man. It's yeah. just it is. Yeah. It's just getting everything tied together. You know, they, they were just so bad for so long. It's, it's hard to get that that culture out of you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's finally getting that culture right. out of Because remember right. last year they had started. They had, won, they had lost a lot of games by four to seven Really close games. Yep. Right. Yeah. Right. Now, you look you look at the uh, remainder of Detroit's schedule. Their last four games are the Jets, Carolina, Chicago, Green Bay. They could slip in the back door. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, that's not brutal. because I think the Giants are good. Right. The Giants are not going to make it. I think the Giants are in major trouble. They're, yeah, cooked, they're done. And Seattle's not playing as well either. No, right now. no. So yeah, they could get in. Yeah, no, they could so. definitely get in. Uh, another team that's rolling right now are the Bengals. Uh, oh. They went twenty-three to ten over the Browns. They've won five straight. Uh, they're uh, they're hitting stride at the right time. They're protecting Burrow better. He's got Chase back. You know, he's he's on fire right now. Burrow's in the MVP discussion now. He vaulted into it with the way he's going right now. So look what, what is he looking at right now? 27 touchdowns, nine picks. He's been sacked 35 times, but um, yeah. you look at his game log the last few games. In his last one, two, three, four games, he has five, seven, nine touchdown passes, mm-hmm. three picks. Mm-hmm. You know, um, 
And this team is is doing exactly what it did a year ago. They're getting hot at the right time. That's exactly what they're doing. And, you know, people keep talking about it's a two-horse race between Buffalo and Kansas City to get to the Super Bowl. Do not count this Bengals team out yet. Yeah, because they've done it. They did it last year. They did it last year, went 10-7. And and they did a good job on Nick Chubb yesterday. You know, and, and, you know, Watson was better than the week before, but he wasn't great either. So, uh, yeah, man, they're they're a team to watch for sure. Um, He was yesterday, I think he was 18 for 33, 239, Mm. you know, whatever. And, And so they got Mixon back. He had 96 yards. He had a 40-yarder uh, on the day. So he that's a good sign for them uh, with where they're headed. Mm. Chargers were impressive last night, guys. They did a really good job, I thought, defensively, especially considering how banged up they are uh, against Tua and crew. And, and, you know, maybe there's been a little mm. bit of something figured out on Tua. I don't know. But uh, the last two weeks, I know he's battling an ankle, but he hasn't looked the same the last two weeks. They played great defense, man. They did. Um, Santi Samuel, those guys, man, they – they just flat out covered the cheetah, bro. Yeah, yeah, they, they did. Covered them. Cheetah got one on that fluky fumble pickup that you know whatever that was, and then he he got a deep one, but they really contained him, you know, for most of the game. Well, you know, they kept you know um, Mike Tirico and Chris Collinsworth kept talking the whole game about how generous was the Chargers were against the run. I was like, I don't know what defense they they were playing before, but I mean, they bowed up and they stuffed the holes, and then they brought up an interesting point. Miami's bread and butter passing in the, in the passing game is Tua loves to hit his receivers in those seam routes. And there were two or three consecutive plays. He tried to go right down. I'm like, they're, they're basically telling you, it's, it's just true. Their big plays are over the middle. And Asante Samuel batted the way. It was two consecutive plays. Asante batted the ball away. He went right back over the middle. It's like, is their passing game two-dimensional? If you can't hit Tariq deep, they go over the middle all the time, and, and yep. Chargers found a way to finally stop it mm-hmm. by putting Asante um, on the receiver coming over the middle. I was like, Miami's not going to go very far if they don't change their game plan. Now, Mike McDaniels, we've given him a lot of props for what he's done with that team, especially with the talent they've added. But you got to you got to flip the script because now you're becoming predictable right. in terms of what your passing game looks like. Well, th- this is where we find out a lot about coaches. You know, are you able to adjust to what they're doing now? McDaniel mm. did a great job for a long time, but there are limitations with Tua. He doesn't have the cannon. You know, it's got to be a, a quick strike things. And, and you know, when you have those limitations, teams are going to figure it out. Yeah. And how do you counter it? But um, they're still in the playoff picture right now uh, as well. So the way the, the AFC – let's run through both leagues now. Um, so the AFC – Bills are your are your are your one with the bye, uh, the one seed. They won yesterday. They have a bye. The Chargers are the seven right now. If New England wins tonight, New England's the seven. Mm. Okay, they play the Cardinals. They're one and a half point favorites on the road. But that that seven seed would get Kansas City. So it's either going to be New England as of right now or the Chargers. But it's either one of those two, and we'll see if things switch up. But Miami, the six seed against Baltimore. Cincinnati, the five seed against Tennessee. Tennessee's a mess. They got smoked by Jacksonville yesterday. That's uh, crazy, isn't it? Ugh. The the Jets are uh, on the outside looking in at seven and six, and so is New England right now going in tonight. Now, White took some shots. Did you guys see the shot? He oh, took my goodness. Rings? Yes. Oh, Call I the doctor. Oh, oh, my God. Whoa. Nasty. Really man. Bad. Man, really oh, man. Bad. 
Opie and break. I haven't seen a report yet. Opie didn't break a rib because yeah, you know he he's helped turn that he's helped turn the Jets around. What Zach Wilson could not do, he's been able to do with that Jets team. Yeah, yep. man, he a, took one. Oh, it was interesting. Um, Sala was asked today if if he can't if White can't go, do you go back to Zach Wilson and he wouldn't commit to him? Who would he go to? Flacco. Flacco. Oh, that, I mean, I'll tell you, they they're not saying it, but they're saying it. They don't. Zach Wilson's got some problems there with that organization. Well, what is that? What is that? Well, now it's time to say goodbye. Yeah, you're not lying. Well. You're not lying, man. Um, all right, so the NFC Eagles would, would be the one seed with the bye right now. Giants are still clinging to the seven spot against the Vikings. Washington and San Francisco would be the six and three seeds matching up. And then Dallas five at Tampa four. Uh, Seattle seven and six on the outside looking in. Detroit six and seven on the outside looking in. That's how the uh, the NFC mm. shakes out. Yeah, yeah. I, I I would say if I'm looking at and we we were just talking about this earlier, like um, you know, candidates to keep your eye on here um, when it comes to the the NFC. One of them is absolutely is Detroit. Two. You know, the other one, um, Atlanta. I don't know, man. Like, can I really get behind Atlanta at five and eight? I, no, I, no. It's right. It's Seattle and Detroit. Do we yes. buy in, into anybody else here? Mm, uh, I no, know. I no. mean, Green Bay. Are you totally writing <clears throat> no. them off? No, yes. they're, they're done. They're done because okay. Green Bay has to go to Miami. That's going to be the ninth loss of the season. They're done. Green Bay's yeah. done. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Um, so that's that's where it is. And, and again, the AFC teams on the outside looking in as of right now are the Jets at seven and six, New England. If they win tonight, they're seven and six also. And they're in and the Chargers take a step backwards. But the Chargers are in right now. They're the seven seed. Here's a here's here's what's interesting. Um, Seattle's schedule for the rest of the way. They have the 49ers on Thursday. Oh. Then they have the Chiefs, the Jets and the Rams. Oh, mm. hey, now, okay. now Detroit, what did I say Detroit was? Detroit still has Detroit. Detroit, you said Detroit wasn't terrible. It was definitely no. wasn't that as tough as Seattle's. Detroit has the, the Jets, Panthers, Bears, Packers. They'll beat, they'll definitely beat the Bears and the Packers. Yeah. They play at Carolina and Carolina's coming on. Yeah. We, Carolina's we, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, their defense is not bad, and Darnold has been okay. He's not turning the ball over, at least for whatever that's worth. I'll go so far as to say, if they, now the next game is against the Jets, if they beat the Jets, Detroit's getting in the playoffs. Yes, they're getting in the playoffs. I buy that. And they're playing at the Jets this week. If they win that game, they're getting in the playoffs, and it's goodbye Seattle. <laughs> wow. And, and I guarantee you, they won't say it. There's a whole lot of teams all of a sudden watching Detroit real close. They are. They are. They absolutely are. And then you know what? That win looks better and better for the Eagles. Oh my goodness. Yep. You know, and, and here's the other thing. Eagles are five and one against teams with winning records, and the average yep. margin of victory is 20. Tough. So <laughs> you know, you have that and you couple that with the with the Detroit win. If they keep playing better, that looks even better. So yes. you know, we'll we'll, we'll see. Yeah, the, the notion that they just beaten up on nobodies is is Pretty false. Also, I've mentioned this key. The Cowboys lost Terrence Steele, mm-hmm. who who was one of their better offensive linemen. He tore his ACL. He's done. Yep. He's done for the year now. Aren't they so, getting the rookie, the rookie back soon? Uh, the first round pick? Yeah, yeah Tyler Smith. Or, Tyler. 
Kid out of Tulsa, the Tulsa kid. I'm yeah, the, the left tackle. Um, that means old man Jason Peters may have to play a little bit more than he uh, wanted to. He's gotten a, a good amount of time anyway. Yeah, he has. You know, yeah, alternated in on 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 need getting the young guy ready. Yeah, I'd just like to be forty years old still playing in the league. And, yeah, it's, it is Tyler Smith. Yeah, yeah and, and and get to play X amount of snaps. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Jeez. Well, I mean, you're asking a lot of a guy in his nineteenth year. Whew. 19th wow for dg or uh for uh jp yeah man just sit back and wait till the hall of fame calls you please you, yeah you served your purpose well hey. look i i i, I, I know he, oh, i know yeah he i know that money yeah it is it is still a little weird seeing him in that uniform too there's no question about that mm. uh, but that's been the case but yeah i mean look again this goes back to dallas has, has lost two guys the last two weeks that are done for the year um, you see what other teams are going through, like San Francisco. They're on their third quarterback. They lose Debo. You know, and the Eagles have had a couple here and there, but most of them are survivable because yep. they're they're likely going to be coming back. And correct me if I'm wrong. So Avante comes back yesterday. Yep. Gardner Johnson can come off week this week, or, and then it's Goddard, right? I thought Johnson was week 16. But or is no, Goddard next? Goddard's, Goddard's next, next, Goddard's next yeah. week. Goddard's next. I'm sorry. So the, yeah. yeah, it's Goddard and then. I yeah. thought Goddard was this week. Yeah, no. I think he no? is. This week coming up. Yes, yeah, this week right yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So that's big. That's big. I, uh, but again, I, I was. I like to see they got Calcaterra going a, a little bit early. They got him a couple touches and Stoll had one. Stoll had a really nice uh, block on that that play where they just like pitched it to Miles. Yeah, Stoll was kind of the the guy out in front, the lead, yeah. and he blew a guy up on that play. Yes. He's a good blocker. Yes, he is. And, you know, they, and, and the tight end is getting more love each week now. Uh, the backup tight end is getting more love each week in the passing game. Yeah. You know, which, which you know, enjoy it while you can because God is coming back, which means your looks will be even more limited than before. Yes, but, they will. Um, Aaron, so according to Tom Pelissaro of the NFL Network, uh, Sipos is out indefinitely with a lower leg injury suffered on the, right. the play we all know about. Uh, still undergoing tests. Philly will certainly need a punter. Um, so that's where it's at. I'm sure, yeah. like you guys said earlier, I'm sure there's guys in there right now as we speak uh, working out for them. They were on speed dial yesterday, probably flying in from wherever they live mm-hmm. in the country. Um, all right. So uh, we'll come back. We'll dig into a couple other things. We got some birthdays. We got some movies. We'll do some more Eagle stuff. And by the way, everybody in the chat section, you want to fire a question that you want, that you have for us. Fire it our way now, and we'll answer those when we come back in the next segment. All right, we will do that when we come back. Don't go anywhere. Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis. We're Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Right back. Post game show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game now streaming on the Six ABC Family of Apps.
greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Number one, Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not lease, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39.95 or new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs $189 per month. Zero down can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, big finish sales event. Did you know taxes could be your biggest expense during retirement? Are most of your assets in tax-deferred accounts like IRAs and 401ks? Taxes are historically low today, but we're facing significant headwinds in the future. Do you have a plan? The Thrive Financial Team has more than 100 years of experience helping people across the Delaware Valley with forward-looking tax planning. Learn how to shift your money from forever tax to no or low tax accounts. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean. everybody thanks for hanging out with us today all right so uh let's hit some of these uh some of these questions uh a dog says what's your uh your guys work history together i picked up on some of it uh since i started watching but i live in ohio where i don't get philly news all right so uh derek and i started working together in 1997 when comcast Sportsnet, which is now nbc sports philadelphia started up we were the first regional sports network uh to go 24 7 mm-hmm. carried the sixers flyers phillies did all kinds of live programming unfortunately they don't do a lot of live programming now but there was a station dead yeah they did a ton then and it was great and uh <laughs> derek you know did eagles uh he was an eagles reporter prior to that he was also you know on the news desk and did all kinds of different stuff i was a producer who then started doing on-air stuff so derek and i go back to 97 barrett and i had our own morning TV show there uh, called Breakfast on Broad, which we were co-hosted along with Jillian Mealy and Sarah Baker. But that was on for two years. We did everything Philadelphia sports and entertainment. Uh, so Barrett and I go back to like 2014 or 15. Yep. Um, so we've all known each other for, for a good period of time here and mm-hmm. even stayed in touch when we ended up in other places and all that and stayed buddies mm-hmm. and all that, all that good stuff. Uh, Worst mistake I ever made. <laughs> and Derek regrets every <laughs> second of it. Some mistakes you can't undo, man. You know what I mean? As they say. Uh, oh man. But that's a good question. Yeah. And we 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 you know, you can't just assume everybody knows the uh the history. That's and then sure. Barrett and I did a show for what four years together. Um, yeah. um quick slant. Um was it four? Was it four years? Four, yeah. Yeah, four years. Okay. Yeah, yeah. so uh so yeah, certainly um we do go back, man. And we were 
legitimately friends or else we wouldn't we wouldn't still be here that's for sure uh griffin do you think the eagles get no respect because of historically successful teams like the niners and cowboys doing well and the eagles don't have the rich history of winning i maybe griffin maybe there's a little bit of that uh there you know i i, I think it's more mm-hmm. like the pundits or the or the networks it's just my opinion are always going to air towards a, a team like the Cowboys who they know is a polarizing team and they're going to get, you know, a, a fair amount of love and, and a benefit of the doubt, if you will, most of the time. I, I don't know if, if, if there's the, everybody hates the Eagles kind of thing. I, I'm not sure that that's. Let me, let me add something to that, Rob. Um, as I got entrenched in the Philadelphia sports scene, I would listen to local media people, especially those who were from Philadelphia, who would always cry foul, foul, about the outside media looking in, just hating on Philadelphia. And as I've been here now, oh my goodness, over 25 years, I believe there's some truth to that. I think there's just a certain disdain about Philadelphia, and I've never been able to pinpoint why. As I've watched games through the years, whether it's more so football than any other sport, obviously, because this topic is football-related, but I can't tell you how many games on a weekly basis through the last two decades when early in the game, either in the open or somewhere at a point in the game, the announcers would make reference to the fact that, hey, this is a city that threw snowballs at Santa back in the late 60s, early 70s. And I'm like, let it die. Yeah. Just let That, that story is dead. So, let it die. So they keep bringing out. it up. Yep. And when I go to other places, people ask, hey, man, is Philadelphia really as bad as that? People say it is. <laughs> I'm like, no, dude, you got you got to be there to experience it, man. Right. It's a passionate, it's a passionate city about everything. And I equate it to it's like being in a family. The family members gonna dog each other when they see fit to dog each other, but you on the outside looking, you better not talk about a family member. That yeah. to me, that's Philadelphia. That's well said. You know, and, and yeah. I and, and um I do believe from the media perspective to general fan base, there's just this hate towards Philadelphia that I've never been able to pinpoint why. Yeah, I, I think there's some of that. I do think there's there's uh I think it's just uh more of they feel like the fans are bad fans in greats. They yeah, they don't yeah. they don't they you know they they run players out of town, they're nasty towards other opposing teams. So I, I think there is still that perception that they're the worst fans uh in sports. Which which is so. which is really shocking to me when you consider the tragedies that have occurred in Oakland Stadium, San Francisco Stadium. Yeah. Uh, L.A. stadiums, uh, New York, Boston, um, and they don't get as much negative national publicity as anything that jumps off in Philadelphia. True. It just blows me away. Yeah, I, just passion, just passionate fans. That you know, I mean, I'll tell you this: I learned early that more than not, fans think they pay your bill, pay you a, a salary each year. Since they go to the games, you almost feel obligated to go out there and put a great product out there because they will make you they will make it known that hey i'm a six i'm a season ticket holder and i help pay your bills i help pay your salary yeah you actually don't but i'm gonna let you keep believing that because you you come on you keep going and doing what you're doing to make sure we go out there we have a great crowd yes yeah, I, I think I think that's fair, and I think they're they're a they're a fan base that's going to hold you accountable. Uh, yep. That's not going to just do the conditional love. Hey, it's okay, go get them next time. They don't. That's not the way they're wired. No. So no. I think that's that's a piece of it, and they're let's face it. I mean, they're 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 knowledgeable in that. 
they're in on like minutia that maybe other fan bases aren't. They're into the little things. They're into yes. the details, you know, that, that I think some other places maybe aren't. So I'll, uh, I'll say, I'll say this, Rob. I think that we probably have the highest rate of fan base that uh, watches film that have NFL ticket. I believe we probably are the, the highest fan base because these guys, you know, they, they, they watch film just as intently as, as, as I do. I would agree with that. I would agree with that hundred percent Barrett. Mm-hmm. I think you're, I think it's a really good observation. Uh, yeah. So, but again, you want to keep firing some questions our way. We will, we will sneak in as many as we can before we get out of here. So uh, a couple things to pass along, uh, not great stories here. Mike Leach quarterback at Mississippi state uh, uh, allegedly suffered a pretty serious heart attack, um, had to be airlifted out of his house to a hospital in Mississippi and yeah. is in, a very critical condition right now. Not, not doing particularly well, according mm. to, to some of these reports. So uh, 61 years old uh, mm. guy who's been around Texas tech, Washington state, and now uh, Mississippi state. And he's uh, he's in a bad way. So um, mm. just passing that uh, along um, They're they're gearing up for a bowl game, but that, you know, obviously secondary when it comes to this guy's health, um, uh, Texas University of Texas basketball coach Chris Beard was arrested Monday morning on felony domestic violence. Uh, he's in the booking process. He was arrested by Austin, Texas police at 418 in the morning, third degree charge of assault of family slash household member, Jeez. impede breath circulation or strangulation. Wait, impede what? Impede breath. So he was choking somebody? Or, uh, uh, allegedly allegedly jeez now his attorney is is all kinds of fired up uh perry minton told the austin american statesman that beard is 100 percent innocent of the charges you'd have never been arrested the complainant wants to release him immediately and all charges dismissed it's truly inconceivable who knows here we go with the he said she said i don't know i don't know but mm. you know uh not a great look no matter how you slice it uh, I, I did want to pass this along. Grant Wall was a journalist for yeah. SI and Fox and was a real champion of soccer. And co- I loved his college hoops coverage back in the day when he really specialized in that. But he sadly, completely suddenly out of the blue while covering the World Cup and Cutter, collapsed and died Friday, essentially on the spot uh, what? during the Argentina-Netherlands yeah. game. Yeah, did you see the video from his his brother? I did, did you not. see that video? No, I didn't. Now his brother supposedly is is gay, and he got on this um, video on social media, and he talked about he he firmly believes his brother was murdered um, because his brother, in support of his brother, would wear the colors, yeah, the, the rainbow. Yeah, the I, rainbow. I, I, the they they yeah. detained him early on over there in Cutter for just wearing the shirt. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God! I didn't know the brother was saying that. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. So his brother believes that his his brother was murdered, you know, over there, and it's oh. like, man. Well, so so it, inter- like leading up the week leading up to Friday when he sadly passed, he was having some health issues, right? Yeah. He was having like uh, he thought he had bronchitis, and he he went to one of the medical tents, and they they prescribed him some stuff, and he said he was saying like after he took it, he said he felt like a weight on his chest and. You know, he said he was yeah. feeling a little bit better, but he still wasn't himself. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's oof, man. That's scary. I didn't know that's uh, that was what was going on, but uh, yeah, yeah, sad, very sad, uh, sad stuff, man. That's mm. for sure. 
this is interesting. Brittany Griner uh, is still uh, she's at one of the U.S. bases back here in, I think, San Antonio, but uh, picked up a basketball for the very first time in like 10 months and dunked <laughs> after after all that time. <laughs> I mean, like you a lot of pent up energy. Man. I guess so. I guess so. Nice. Yeah. Kind of interesting, right? Mm. Um, Carson Wentz has been activated. <laughs> Who? Who? You remember that guy? Who? Activated from injured reserve with still <gasps> as the back. Not, what a shock. It's still going to be the backup to Taylor Heineke. He should, he should change his name from Carson Wentz to Carson Gone. Yeah. That's what he, that's what he but Rivera was asked about it and he was like, well, I'm comfortable with Taylor. Yeah, you think? Yeah, you think? Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, he's, uh, he's been out for a while as Carson. He was, uh, not exactly crushing it when he was there, but, uh, yeah, the teammates believe in Heineke and I, I, there's no way they're not rolling with him the rest of the season. Right. And oh, there's, hey, no. Yeah. There is no chance. So, uh, a couple, a couple other little odds and ends there. All right. I want to get some birthdays in here. And again, you want to keep firing questions for us. You do that. And then we will circle back to the Eagles here, but, uh, birthdays, some decent ones. Frank Sinatra, the chairman of the board, was born yes. on this day in 1915. Old so, Blue Eyes. Yeah, Old Blue Eyes. Uh, old is right. He would have been 107 uh, with Old Blue Eyes today. Jeez. Jennifer Connelly, the actress, who's been a lot of stuff. Um, Dane, uh, a Beautiful Mind. She was the the wife in that one with uh, Russell Crowe. was 52 years old today. Won an, uh, won an Academy Award for that. Yeah, she was brilliant at that. Uh, Bob Barker. The Price is Right is still with us and is 99 years young. God bless him. Wow. Whoa, man. And still <laughs> like, it's still active, like still with it. Like, it's awesome. Yeah. Remember uh, Caddyshack? Yeah, <laughs> no, Cad- no, Cad- no, oh, uh, no, Happy Gilmore. Happy, Happy Gilmore. Gilmore. The Price yeah. is Wrong, bleep. <laughs> yes. I mean, he punched out Adam Sandler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The golf yeah. course. Nope. So he's 99. Uh, Regina Hall, actress, 52 years old. Can't believe Regina? she's fifty-two now. Wow! I know, man. Right? Um, crazy. Dion Warwick, eighty-two years old. Yep. Still, uh, still doing her thing. Sheila E. Oh yeah. Prince fame. Glamorous life. Gla- glamorous life. I love Drummer. her. Percussionist. Yeah, she was good, man. My brother knows her. Played oh with right. Her. Yeah, yeah they were, with her. Yeah. That was his. Uh, that was his. His time there with all those guys, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Edward G. Robinson, the actor from way back in the day, was born in 1893 uh, on this day. Mayan Bialik is 47. She was Blossom and then uh, Jeopardy host fame. She's also... And Big Bang Theory. Yeah, and she she is a microbiologist yes. or something. Yeah, yep. as well. She's super smart. Uh, former mayor of New York, Ed Koch, was born on this day in 1924. He is no longer with us. Mike Golick. Golick Sr. is 60 years old, former Eagle, uh, still doing uh, Westwood One radio uh, as a color analyst, but a long time in the uh, in the talk show business. So I had a morning show with ESPN with Mike Greenberg. Andrew Whitworth, just retired last year at Ram, yep. is 41 years old. Uh, Grover Washington Jr. One of my a, favorites. Yeah, uh, one of the all-timers. Mm. Uh he was born on the. He died very young, sadly, but he was born on this day in 1943. Uh, but he was he was great, man. He uh, when I was a kid, when the Sixers were were you know really good with Dr. J and Moses Malone and all and that crew, he would do the national anthem, sax, mm-hmm. 
uh, a lot. He and Doc were real tight. He's a Philly guy too, but they were super tight. But he had you know just the two of us, and you know, uh, yep. Oh man, he's, he's had a lot of hits. But he did this so, this instrumental thing for Doc when Doc was retiring. You guys got to hear. Go back and listen to it, man. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's really good. So uh, that's all I got for birthdays. You guys got anything? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, John Randall, one of the most feared defensive oh. linemen in, in, in football, uh, it's 55 today. Um, Ed Oliver from, from the Bills. Yeah, yeah. 25. Excellent. Um, Brad Smith. He, uh, former Missouri former quarterback. Missouri quarterback, became wide receiver. Yeah. Carved um, out a nice little career for a few absolutely. years. Tyron Smith. Ah. Turned 32 today. Okay. Um, former, you know, he he's still with the he's still with him right now. Okay. Um, Bill Nye, Nye. Nice. Yeah. yeah. He's from Underworld. Yep. yep. Oh, he played the, he played Davy Jones in the Pirates of the Caribbean. He mm. did play Davy Jones. Yep. That's right. Yep. Um, that's all I want to talk about right now. I mean, like right. Mike right. Glennon's 33. You know, Mike Glennon, um, the longest neck in the history of football. Yeah, Mr. Neck himself. Yeah, really. Yep. Well, yeah, T.J. Ward, former NFL player, is 36. Yep. Uh, Andrew Ladd of the uh, Arizona Coyotes. He's still in there. He's 37. Oh, yeah. Okay. And you have, uh, I think, I don't want to do this discredit, Madchen Emick. Uh, she's 52, played on Twin Peaks. I never watched Twin Peaks, but I guess it was a popular show at okay. one point. Okay. Never watched it. Uh, so that's that's it. Rounding it out. That's it. Birthdays are. I mean, I'm sorry. Movies are pretty weak. Uh, I got Scream Two, which actually wasn't bad, uh, which came out in '90. So they ended up making like 15 of them. But the second yeah. one still wasn't terrible. Yeah. Uh, they came out in '97. I didn't really see much else that I. It was. All that um, Home Alone Three came out in '97. Yeah. Uh, Three Amigos came out in 1986. Uh, I love that movie. That's a good I love movie. that movie, man. Okay. And then uh, the day the Earth stood still came out in two thousand eight. That's not bad. That's yeah. not I liked bad. it. I liked it. Yeah, yeah yep. it wasn't bad. Um, all right. So Nick Sirianni on Aaron Sippos uh, just minutes ago. Lower leg injury. Uh, Going to have to bring in a replacement. Quote: Going to be a little longer than we expected. So that's not great. That's not great. Yeah. Uh, to, to 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 who? Yeah, I was gonna say, maybe maybe it is Rob. I don't yeah, know. You know what? <laughs> who knows? It's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, so I, I, as we get word on the other guys, you know, Lane and uh, and anybody else, we will pass it along. Reed Blankenship, et cetera, we will pass it along for where things are. But yeah, that's uh, that's too bad uh, that he's out. But the only thing I worry about is like I, I get it. He wasn't great. Um, but you know, just continuity and, and how that's going to look. But there's there's plenty of guys. I like the guy Kern from Tennessee, who who was there forever. Mm. If you remember him, I think he could be an option. That they that's might a bring possibility. It. Yeah, a, I know they got a plethora of guys coming in. Um, if Sipos is out in an indefinite period of time, like Barrett said, you know, you know, one man's in, in, in injury is another man's opportunity. Hundred percent. They may find somebody and make you forget all about Sippos, depending on what he comes in here and does. I mean, I don't know if they're going to find a, a, an Ariza out there, but you know what? You can find somebody who wasn't much worse than Sippos. I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah, I would have liked for them to have kept Cam Johnson back in the day, but it is. Yeah, it is. still so can't believe they let him go. We're way past that, I guess, at this point. Um, but just circling it back to the to the game and the Giants, you know, when the the danger in a division game like that, and we saw it when the Eagles played Washington and lost 
you know, it's usually kind of throw out the records and it's going to get ugly and you're going to have to just kind of get out of there and survive. You know, look at the way the Eagles played the, there last year. Yeah. It, it, it was one yeah. of the more poor games they played all season, right? This shows you how different and how much, you know, how, how good this team is and how different <clears throat> they are. Like, yeah. you know, this never became an NFC East game in that sense. It was just the better team manhandled the worst team. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things I love about this team. They rarely – you know, let the bad team hang around. They've had a couple of games where they weren't perfect, the Colts and the, you know, the Texans, but for the most part, they generally come out swinging, you know, and this was a, definitely another case of that uh, on Sunday. That's for sure with this team. They put so much stress on the opposition, right? That it plays right into their hands of what they want to do on both sides of the football. Um, and you look at the success that defense has had over the last three or four games in particular, but look at how those games played out from Green Bay to Tennessee to to the Giants. You know, you force these teams to come out of their so-called game plan, and it benefits the Eagles, man. And, you know, when you, you have an offense that can go down and just score it well, whether it's a long, sustained drive or hit you in a quick, a quick strike, you know, that – that's a whole lot of stress that that you sometimes, well, at least the, the last three teams they played just cannot overcome. They just don't have the personnel to overcome it. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, kudos to them. I expect to see a game similar to that against Chicago coming up, leading to that Dallas game. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I do too. Go ahead, Doc. And, and it, you know, I'm I'm hoping they don't. Uh, in fact, they they have something they can you know give an accurate parameter on as far as you know, team going in there controlling the clock. They don't, right. They, they can't let that team control the clock by running the ball more than they do. They got to make sure they sustain long drive. Like yesterday was perfect. The first drive, like eight minutes. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And you got to control the clock when you go against a team like, uh, mm-hmm. like, like, you know, like the Bears. You know, mm-hmm. they're going to try to keep the ball on their side of the ball um, yep. and, 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 you know, make sure that they score every time, every opportunity. That way, you know, you put the, you put the Eagles, you make them try to hype it up a little bit more, you know, thinking they have, to make sure they score to keep up. So it's yeah. imperative that we run the rock more effectively than them and keep them on the sideline. Yeah, make I mean, them anxious. Barrett, they go – so they the Eagles drive – they go 14 on the first drive offensively, 14 plays touchdown. Next drive, 12 plays touchdown. And then the other one, it was a one play after that that you know messed up punt. They go up top to A.J. Brown. It, it was yeah. like – Pop, pop, pop. And then all yep, of a sudden yep. there's eight, 16 left and you're down 21, nothing. And that took all the heart out of them, you know? And it was a, you know, it's hard for the Eagles fans to take over in, in North Jersey because the giants have so many season ticket holders. So it's a little bit more of a challenge, but by all accounts, man, that place just got quiet and they were mm. rolling out of there in the third quarter. Mm. It seemed like our fan base was there. Like everybody came up, like all 80,000 people were Eagles fans. And they said mm. it was around about 18 to 20,000. Eagles fans there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I just wouldn't be surprised if it was more than that. Well, yeah, yeah, the other <laughs> right. interesting one, although it's, it's December and it's mid, it's going to be mid December, which no thanks for me, but Chicago's a great town. We all know that. I think the Eagles fans will probably travel pretty well. Oh, absolutely. This upcoming oh, week. no question. Chicago's Chicago's just a great town to visit period, you know, especially yeah, but- the downtown area. Um, one of my favorite downtowns of, uh, uh, in all of America. I it love just, the taste down there. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you like going to steakhouses for chicken. I don't even want to talk about that. You know? <laughs> oh, let's hope no fog comes up either. 
Oh no, guy. we don't want that. No, <laughs> no, because you're right on Lake Michigan too. Oh no, and 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 I'm gonna tell you what you said jokingly, Barrett. That fog on Lake Michigan from Milwaukee down to Chicago ain't no joke, man. You talk yeah. about fog here, oh. that fog ain't no joke off Lake Michigan, dude. No. So you're right about that. That we don't want another fog game like yeah. you guys had back what in the nineties. It was it was eighty. Oh, in the eighties. Eighty eight, eighty nine. Yeah, eighty. It was it was New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, mm. and. The crazy thing is, as soon as the game ended, it cleared up. Like, there's no way they should have had to force those guys to play. It was be- it was awful for the players. The TV, you couldn't see what was going on. It was it was a real. But I heard they were they were losing uh, when the fog rolled in. Anyway, they were. The Eagles actually yeah. were playing really well in that game. It's a shame. Uh, yeah, bummer. That was that was a bummer. But you're right. Yeah, there could. I don't know if the it would it work the same way with the the way the new. I guess it would with the way the new yeah. the, the Soldier Stadium. It's still, it's still right there in the water. Still yeah. right there, yeah. And I know they're looking to get out of there, right? By all accounts, they're they're looking to move. Yeah, they're going to move out to Arlington, um, which had one of the greatest racetracks ever. I used to go there a lot when I was a kid with my family, Arlington Heights. Um, and they're going to take over. It's like 300-something acres of land there they're taking over. Hmm. City of Chicago tried their best to get them to stay. All these cities make these final pushes after they 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 take this hard stance. Well, we can't do this. We can't increase tax pay, payers this, you know. But the bottom line is that stadium downtown generated a lot of income from September to January for a lot of businesses down there, restaurants, hotels, gift shops. And now, you know what? You got too big for your britches and it's going to cost you because they're going to move like 25 miles outside of Chicago to Arlington Heights. And that's a great area also, more spacious area. The only thing I didn't like was trying to park down there. It was was a pain in the butt parking down there. Okay. Um, But – Moving out to Arlington Heights, great move for the organization. And they're still going to keep the fan base. People may him and Hawk, they're still going to go to games. Hmm. You know, okay. it's a little easier trip to get out there than it is in down in the city. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us. I uh, want to thank Xander Krause for the program. All you guys in the chat section, you're the best. Everybody listening, everybody streaming, great numbers today. We'll keep it rolling tomorrow. Uh, we'll get you, you know, continue to talk about the Eagles, get you set for the Bears game, look around the league like we always do. Uh, maybe later in the week we'll we'll get our old buddy uh, Marshall Harrison, who's covering the uh, the Bears in Chicago, who I heard made a prediction today. M dot H. Ah, he was just here this weekend. I heard he predicted the Bears would win the game. Oh, we got to get him on because I I, I want to get I want to get him. He knows I think, I think he's another do. one. I can get under his skin real quick. Yeah, so I think we do you that. Take pride uh, in that, don't you? you do I do. Does. He yes, does enjoy do. that. Yeah. He, yes, he, I do. Get in there, get in there, get in there. Um, all right, hey, so real we'll quick, do... Richie Mack, uh, he said, Gunner, where's the old office? Uh, my wife's uh, a little under the weather. I left her upstairs, so she's gonna have to get up and rest. But I'll be back in my office this week. Those of you talking about my fake fish, whatever the case may be, I don't care. I'll be back in my back in my cove later All this right. week. All right, so that'll do it for us. The National Football Show with Dan Cilio is coming up. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Same bat time, same bat channel. For Derek, for Barrett, I'm Rob. We are sports. Play that music. Play that music. That game show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game. Now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps.
the greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Number one, Jeff D'Ambrosio. Destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not lease, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39.95 or new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs $189 per month. Zero down can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, big finish sales event. Did you know taxes could be your biggest expense during... Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 